Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Lackadaisical Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan. And with me today, we have Ben. I'm disgusted by your promotional tactics. Exactly. As you should be. Tagging along, we also have Vinny in the shortest corner. I was going to make a comment about the back and forth about Ben's contract. But why am I in the shortest corner? So Ben's in the heavy corner. You're in the shortest corner. Uh, See, I'm I'm, heavyweight and you're just a bitch. I'm in the bitches corner, I guess. (laughs) And there's someone else here with us as well. Um, one of the staples of the Lackadaisical Podcast, Patrick. The Lackadaisical Podcast. Um, you know, just because just you did that, you ruined it. I'm going to make it ten times worse on you now. How did please I ruin it? Don't. What? It's still please played. Please don't. Please don't. Oh, God. I'm just going to lower that to 4% in the, uh, in the end result. You if say that. I'm a staple, but I've missed an episode. I Do think what? everybody's missed an episode or two. Jordan's never missed an episode. Fuck, you're right. Well, okay, but I mean, that's not true. That's like saying that's like saying you know. That's not true. What? I'm ninety percent sure he did miss an episode once. No, he didn't. What episode? No, I didn't. It was, I was supposed to, but I didn't. Son of a bitch! He's never he's missed a single. Episode. He's the host and the editor. I would know I if don't I know missed why one. I'm the host. host. I don't know why Vinny's we made him the host. host. But he is. I'm the host. Vinny's the host. Patrick's the ghost. You're the boast, and I'm the toast. No, are there I'm raisins the host. in you? <laughs> are there raisins in you, like at Waffle House? Uh, raisins yes, actually. in my toast. Raisins, raisins toast. Toast. <laughs> at, Waffle at Waffle House. House. I don't. I don't ever ordered. Raisins in my toast, though. I mean, to be you fair, should. it tastes good. I don't think any of you have when I was there. Well, yeah. I haven't ordered it like that, but I have had raisin toast before. Let me tell you something. I've had raisin toast before. Yeah, you just should, not you should order it like that. It's good. Next time we go to Waffle House, we will get raisin toast. Does be Beck have any Waffle Houses near him? Yes. That is the first place I want to go to. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did you say Beck or Ben? I said Beck. Oh, oh I, don't know. I have no idea. Find it's out. Because if there is, that south. is the first on, place so. I want to go to. No. He does not. They Damn. do not have Waffle House in Utah. I am sad. But you have Waffle House in Ohio. Yes. Yeah. Even though you're not a southern state. Yes. I wish Waffle House would come around well, here. Well, Cincinnati specifically is close enough to Kentucky for them to be like, okay. Good enough. Ba- basically, yeah. Were you going to say something, Patrick? Uh, no. I don't know if it was you or Vinny who tried to say something. I heard I heard a sound. And uh, no. I mean, I said at some point I wish that Waffle House would come here, but yeah, that's wishful thinking. So this episode is going to be structured slightly different. Uh, we're going to change it up a little bit. And so no. uh, instead of doing two years... We're just going to do the 2014 we're, recap. We're not doing anything at all. Uh, we're actually just going to sit here and and watch Monday Night Raw, Raw. A much better program you're watching than this shitty and listening to the shitty podcast. If that's what we're yeah, doing, yeah, we're going to go watch WWE Raw, which is really angry women. 
Um, they're all like raging hormonal PMSing all, you know, full on. Um, and they're just bleeding everywhere. It's okay, man. You won't be missed. But yeah, no, we're going to change it up a little bit. We in this in this intro pre banter thing that we usually do, we're gonna go over a couple of quick topics that have popped up recently that were uh, pretty stellar. Felt like mentioning, um, and then we're going to jump into the 2014 year end recap thing uh, as part of the past decade in gaming we've been doing. And then after that, instead of another year, we're going to go over our what we've been up to in January. Now that uh, it's February. Whole... Yeah, now that it's February, because we're recording this February 3rd. So that way, you know, we have a little bit of a mix-up in the episode, and we get to talk about a few things we want, get some stuff in there. We'll probably start doing, like, a monthly what we've been up to, like, one of the episodes, yeah, that's, like, at the end of the month. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if some, you know, major topic comes up, like, you know, like we're going to bring up today. We'll throw it in wherever. Yeah, exactly. We're just throwing uh, shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. Basically. <laughs> That's a, I just imagine you throwing random shit at the wall. Beanbag. Because so did I. Flip-flop. Dog. Dude, go get your flip. Shit. Go get your, go get your sandal and throw it by the mic again. <laughs> Well, let's see. Oh, they're both too far away for me to grab from here. You lazy fuck. So I get up and get it. No, well, then I have to move the microphone. I have to take off my headset, and that'll make a bunch of noise, and it's not worth it. Also, why do you guys burp directly? Patrick doesn't, but why do you two burp directly into the microphone? I'm just uh, going I to edit it to out. I to turn away. You both burp directly burp into really it almost loudly. every time. But because you wind up hearing it. And editing. And so it'll drive right, me crazy that I do it so many times. It doesn't drive me crazy. It's just like, if we're recording, why would you no, not try I, to I muffle? You're just like... <laughs> I like... This, this whispering drives you crazy. No, okay. I'm not listening to your whispering. I'm just going to silence your whispers there. I'm not even going to listen to I like to how it. you and I had I the exact same say. idea. You just acted on it faster. Rent a stupid whore forevermore. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> Speaking of whores, forevermore, the wonderful one-on-one got a Kickstarter. Ah, uh, no, yeah, but that no, did, for real. Um, yeah. Did. So, Platinum Games decided, hey, let's get a Kickstarter. Oh my god! I clicked I on the link and the fucking pledged amount is almost. All right, I won't say the number yet. I'll say it once once I get to it. So. They started a Kickstarter Holy shit. Um, to port the wonderful <laughs> 101 to the Switch. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you see my reaction. That. Dude, dude, okay. The fucking pledge amount right now is $808,000. This is why I looked at it More before we started that. recording. Well, look, Patrick, our, our, our reaction is, is good because it's genuine. So, to give it a little recap here, uh, a little synopsis of this... Um, they hit the goal for the Switch port, which was a measly 50000 They needed $50,000 to make the Switch port a reality. They smashed that in under 30 minutes of, of the campaign starting. Um, they then proceeded to blow through the Steam version, which was 250000 and blow through the 500000 for the PS4 version. 
in a matter of two hours. Okay. So at this rate, they will hit the time attack stretch goal. Oh, in just a couple hours at that most. And I would imagine by the end of the week, uh, they will hit the Luca's first mission uh, stretch goal. So, yeah, and that's all the stretch goals they have at the moment. They have, like I said, the previous version. So it's not going to have a Switch, a Steam, and a PS4 version. Um, it's at over 800,000 right now. Uh, 809,000 at the moment. It's, of course, definitely going to hit that 1 million for Time Attack and then 1.5 million for, like Ben said, Lucas' first mission. That's just, they, they're going to have to add some more stretch goals because this thing's going to keep growing. Now, the tiers for this, um, I believe they are in, what is that, yen? I'm assuming that's it yen. It is in yen. Uh, Google has been auto-converting um, yeah, it, it for it me tells to you about, dollars. It, it gives you an about number just below it as well. So yeah. Here are the pledge tiers um, before we give our thoughts on it. So, pledge about $36 or more. You get the digital release. Uh, you pledge about $41. You get the physical release. Pledge $51. You get digital copy plus digital copy of the official soundtrack and a digital co uh, comic. Pledge $56. You get the physical release and a keychain. Pledge $76. You get an abridged CD soundtrack, physical release, a keychain, abridged digital soundtrack, and a digital comic. Pledge $102, you get the physical release, a keychain, a bridge CD soundtrack, a t-shirt. You get blocked on Twitter by Kamiya, which is an actual thing. I love that You get that's actually blocked by Kamiya, uh, a digital comic, and the bridge digital soundtrack. And if you want to get blocked by Kamiya, it's already easy. Just tweet to him in English and he'll block you. So, you know, that's not an exclusive club or anything. But it's still funny that that's an actual thing. I love that that uh, continues into higher tiers, too. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, pledge $137, and well, you well, get... Do can, what? Can Can I just say one thing? Yeah. I love that despite the fact that he does it out of spite, he's acknowledging that people... Like, it's a, just a, a meme. Yeah. And now I'm starting to wonder if he does it because it's a meme. I think it, start, it, I think it started as, like, an actual thing out of anger, but when he saw it start to become a meme, he started to embrace it. And so, so it just morphed into a meme. <laughs> so he, yeah. Oh, so eventually, he kept doing it because it became a meme, and I just find that hysterical. Not everyone has had the privilege of being blocked on blocked on Twitter by the illustrious Hideki Kamiya, but that's all about to change. At a very special Kickstarter tier, Kamiya himself will tweet direct will tweet directed to you and then block you forever. So he will tweet directly at you and then block you forever. It's amazing. <laughs> now, is Ant that Dude, if you guys thing? know Ant Dude, he's a YouTuber. Uh, he tweeted about it, and and he's stupid, and tweeted, uh, Hideo Kojima is going to do the blocking. And then he's like, oh my god, I, I put the wrong name. I am stupid. I need to delete myself. <laughs> because it's, it's not Hideo Kojima. It's, it's Kamiya. Um, but there's still more tears. Oh my god, there are uh, so about many About $137 gets you the physical release of the game, keychain, a bridge soundtrack, t-shirt, sticker set, physical comic book, uh, Sentinel's identification card, get blocked by Kamiya, uh, digital comic, and the bridge digital soundtrack. 
pledge 183 and you get the physical release keychain, soundtrack, t-shirt, sticker set, physical comic book, identification card, a soft cover art book, and getting blocked by Kamiya. Pledge $249, so you know, $250. Uh, physical release, keychain, soundtrack, t-shirt, sticker set, comic book, physical comic book, of course. Sentinel's identification card, softcover art book, acrylic standee, wonderful pendant, get blocked on Twitter by Kamiya, digital comic, and the abridged digital soundtrack. And there's still more, $332. Uh, the soundtrack, digital comic book, physical release of the game, keychain, soundtrack, t-shirt, get blocked, physical comic book, sticker set, Identification card, softcover art book, acrylic standee, wonderful pendant, vinyl record soundtrack, and a full CD soundtrack. Uh, there are still. Oh my God! How I I don't think there I can read all these. There are too many. Off. I'm I'm halfway done. I'm halfway done. Yeah. Um. What was the last one I just read? Uh, the full CD. Okay. Pledge five hundred eight dollars. Get the soundtrack, the game, the keychain. Uh, CD soundtrack, a bridge soundtrack, T-shirt, sticker set, physical comic book, Sentinels identification card, soft cover art book, acrylic standee, wonderful pendant, vinyl record soundtrack, full CD soundtrack, wonderful one-on-one toy set, and get blocked by Kamiya. Pay $1,015, and you get everything else that I've listed up to this point, plus a wonderful mask, and I think that's the only addition for this one. Uh, pledge $2,526, or around there. And you get everything I've mentioned, plus... Uh, wonderful one-on-one custom controllers, and a thank you mentioned in the art book. Pledge $5,071, and you get everything I've mentioned, plus... Wonderful one-on-one custom controllers, the thank you mentioned, the wonderful one-on-one button in display case, a 12-inch figure, and... Pledge. Oh, okay. These ones are out already. Okay. So they're out of a whole bunch more. Um, they're out of the $332 one. They're out of the $756 one. And they're out of the $1,500 one and the $1,800 one. Um, so they're all out of those. But there's, there's a lot. This is actually so far a very good way to do a Kickstarter. I mean, you get offered custom controllers for the game even. That's pretty cool. It's not the Xenoblade one. No, it's not the Xenoblade one. And in that in the time span of reading that, it has jumped up from eight hundred nine to eight hundred fourteen thousand, and it is still constantly growing. I could see it easily hitting a million tomorrow. Oh, of course, it'll hit a million tonight. It will hit a million tonight. So, what are y'all's thoughts on the game and the port? I've never played. I don't think any of us have played it. Do what? I don't think any of us uh, any of us have played it. Nope. I know I haven't. So I'm interested but I think it's in really playing cool. it. But I think it's cool because I I would venture to say that the reason that the game failed the way it did because it was on Wii U is primarily because it was on a system that nobody wanted. Yeah. Like most of Platinum's hits up until that point weren't on the Wii U. They were on more successful systems that everybody had. Mm-hmm. So to see it within, you know, it's not even been 12 hours. Has I don't even think it's been six. It's been since 3 p.m. Okay. It's been six hours. Six and a half hours, rather. Yeah. And to see it jump to a number 
of backers. That's more than what it sold in the first week. That's amazing. Backers in the five digits, money in the the six. Soon to be seven. Soon to be seven. Patrick? (laughs) Why are you eating while we're recording? Because I haven't had anything to eat at all today, so I'm just having Tootsie Rolls, Jordan's favorite candy of all time. (laughs) So, you haven't eaten today, and you're going to eat Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, in honor of you, Jordan, because you're the host of this podcast, and I'm paying my debts to you by eating some Tootsie Rolls. (laughs) Why am I dying every time I record this damn podcast? Allergies, fuck off. I can't wait till 30 minutes from now, he has to go take a massive diarrhea dump, and then he gets called by his mom again, like last time. No. Anyways, yeah. Uh, Wonderful 101. Really cool Kickstarter campaign going, and it's going to smash through all the stretch goals. And that's cool because the last of the games for this that were on the Wii U are coming to the Switch. This is one of them. I think there's, what, one more after this that was an exclusive that needs to come to the Switch? I don't think this was one of the rumored ports. I think this was a Oh, this isn't thing. one of the rumored ones. This is one of the ones that everybody wanted. Oh, the Wonderful yeah. 101? I guess. This was yeah. a rumored port. I don't know if it was or wasn't. I, this has been I'm rumored just... for like several days now. Okay, we'll see. Even better. It's okay. The I'm rumored just... Mario game is just going to be Super Mario 3D uh, World. That's going to just be ported to Switch. Oh, are you ta- oh wait. You're talking about Nintendo ports? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, of course not. No, because it's not being handled by Nintendo. We're just going to have a Super Mario 3D World. Everyone thinks it's going to be in a new Galaxy game or a new Odyssey game, but it's just going to be Super Mario 3D World port. That's all it's going to be. I, could, be pissed probably, off. I would yeah. be okay with that, even though I now have a copy of 3D World. Super Mario Galaxy 3! Not happening. Honestly, no, not happening. if they do... They'll make the Mario HD collection with Sunshine, Galaxy 1 and 2, and, and fucking uh, 3D World. That ben, like what the fuck is awful. wrong with you? Why do you have such good ideas? No, that sounds awful. Uh, I want Metroid Prime Federation Force HD on my Switch right now. And that'll be the first Metroid Prime game I've played. Wow, pal, Metroid. you're just flying from Stupid Town? <laughs> it's going to be the first Metroid... <laughs> it's going to be the first Metroid Prime game I'm going to play from start to finish. I'm going to be the first Metroid Prime game That's you right now. I'm going to be the first Metroid Prime game it's gonna be At a least game. I'm going to play it's the actual game. first Metroid Prime game. Ah, I see, I tried doing that and it didn't work out. You're just jealous because I want to play Metroid Prime Federation Force. You're just jealous because I want to play with your mom. <laughs> your mom goes to college. Oh, what? <laughs> what did you say? So your mom goes to college and I want to play Metroid Prime wow. Federation Force. Wow. 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 How many you just set your stats to that and you're not even on D&D? What a piece of shit. Wow. Wow, Patrick. I can't believe you said that on this podcast. My mom goes to college. What's wrong with you? Good grief. Speaking yeah. of going to college, Ben, you got something for us? You intelligent man. What? You never went to college. Listen, these, these transitions Atari gotta get worse and worse. Atari is making a fucking hotel. They are. And I made a, a small little middle list. Little little li- Will Will Wist. Will Wist. Of uh of some mandates that I think need to be made for it. First of all, all the floors need to be wood grain flooring. I okay? agree. 
It's not an Atari hotel if you don't have that authentic wood grain feel. I mean, it has to. Number two, all the soap dispensers must be repurposed Atari Jaguar shells. Yes. It would be a waste of the Jaguar not to make it the soap dispenser. Number three, none of the TVs are allowed to have cable. The only form of entertainment you can enjoy is the new Atari VCS with hot games such as Frogger for the Atari 2600. E.T. E.T. for the Atari 2600. Also, on a, on a real note, though, that the Atari VCS, you know, would be able to support Netflix and shit, I would imagine. Shh, you're right. But it, it won't have it on there, trust me. Just Just watch. And number four is that the people behind the hotel need to make sure they do an intense amount of money laundering <laughs> with these funds. Because, boys, that's all that's fucking happening here. <laughs> yeah. Don't you want to go to the Atari Hotel? Honestly, I would. I would, it. just to see it and mm -hmm. be like, wow, this is a shithole, and leave. Wow. That's rude. I mean, maybe it wouldn't be. Maybe it would be the most luxurious hotel we'll have ever stayed at. Yeah. Except it's in nowhere we want to visit. All right. Yeah. For the first four years, it'll be fine. For the last year, it'll go out of business because of a video game or a hotel market crash, right? There's too many <laughs> hotels. They only need a couple. Then, out of nowhere, all right, in, in 2026, it'll pop up back open, right? But nobody's going to like it. You want to know why? They got rid of the TVs and the Atari VCS systems to cut costs. So you go into your hotel room. You don't have shit to do. There's no Wi-Fi. So nobody wants to fucking support it. And then finally they decide, okay, we're going to put all the cool shit back in there. Hey, guys, we got 4K TVs. We got working toilets. But guess what? You overspent and nobody gave a shit because it's not the Holiday Inn down the street. Holiday Inn is better anyway. It doesn't matter if it doesn't have 4K TVs. The sheets are clean and the toilets are still functioning. So they're going to go out of business again, and then they're going to reopen as the Infograms Hotel. Do you even stay at a Holiday Inn at all? <laughs> Do what? I wonder if Jordan and I have ever had to stay at a Holiday Inn. I think we have, yeah. One of the Dallas trips, I think we did. So so, so they're going to rebrand as the Infograms Hotel, right? And then somehow they're going to buy a license for Dragon Ball Z to have Dragon Ball Z themed rooms. And they're going to have a bunch of Dragon Ball Z themed rooms at the top floor. And they're going to be super expensive, right? Then they're going to rebuy the Atari and become the Atari Hotel again. And all the rooms are just going to be themed with rehashes of their shitty fucking IPs that nobody cares about anymore in the year 2020. Because Atari is a stupid brand that went out of business for a good reason. Ben, is this is this pre-scripted? No, I came up with all of that on the I love What? I that. thought you were reading from a script? No. I love the fact that that was all ad-libbed. Good on you, sir. I am actually fucking impressed. I thought you were reading from a script that whole time. I thought TLDR, you pre-typed that. TLDR, fuck Atari. They're totally not those, they're totally not uh, good good men. Uh, they made a really bad home console version of Pac-Man and looked like shit. Oh, God. It's so bad. It's really awful. I will, Vinny. The original Atari 
the original Atari, I love. The original Atari, I think, is great. Every shitty rehashed version of Atari that has come out since then has just been nothing, nothing other than some shitty cash grab. You tell me you don't enjoy the 5200 with breakable controllers? No, that's part. That's the original Atari. That's the original Atari. Now, the 5200 sucks, and nobody's ever going to defend that system. That 5200 rules. What are you talking about? Um... But every iteration of Atari afterwards has just been a really shitty company with the Atari brand name attached to it for no other reason than, hey, we could probably make money off of this. I'm sorry, but no. It's not like when Sega went out of the hardware business and then pivoted straight to software. No, you want to know why people still care about Sega? Because they still make quality products. You can't just go and fucking buy a company's name and think, hey, we'll be successful if you're not churning out anything of quality. The only quality thing that Atari put out when Infograms bought the fucking name were Dragon Ball Z games that didn't e they didn't even make in the first place. Um, did you did did you fail to see uh, uh Sonic 06 and those and those quality products Shut that Sega up, has Jordan. produced? Okay, not that, that is an one. Exception, Everything not else was fine. Okay. <laughs> Well, take Aliens Colonial Marines off that list because somebody forgot to put something in the coding to make the enemies competent, but still. Yeah, you can fix that easily just by altering the code and they work great. I still don't think that made the game good, though. I'm pretty sure people still said the game was bad, but... Yeah. It made it better, though. It made it less <laughs> bad. Well, having enemies that actually, you know, have AI... Um, and work the job. way that they were programmed helps. Yeah. I'm still impressed with the rant. Honestly. I'm, oh, I'm not. <laughs> that was really good. I, th I think Atari is such a joke of a company now. It's, Listen, man. It's, depre it's actually depressing to see this. Because when you think of Atari... Like, for me, when I want to think of Atari, I want to think of the 2600. You know? Uh -huh. I want to think of the company that started to pave the way for video games here in the U.S. But oh, instead, now, when I think of Atari, all I think of is all these knockoff iterations, all these companies that just bought the Atari name and decided, oh, hey, we can try and make a buck off this. Look, let's... Look, it'd, be like, it'd, it'd be like if Nintendo went out of business and somebody bought the Nintendo name and... Mm -hmm. They put out Mario games and they put tried to put out hardware, but it was all shit. None of it, none of it, hit that Nintendo seal of approval, seal of quality, or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, level of, of good. I mean, have you seen the Wii U? <laughs> okay, but shut <laughs> shut up, Vinny. <laughs> so here, I want to I want to put a good emphasis on this for you, real quick. Okay, when I was a kid. I was playing uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai on the PS2, okay? The original Budokai. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, my dad was walking by when I was playing it, and I was just booting it up. So he saw the splash screens of the companies, and he saw Atari. And he goes, ooh, isn't that a bad game? They make really shitty games. When I was a kid, because he's like, I was like, what? It's like, yeah, Atari's like, really, they make really bad games. I remember the Atari. It was bad. And of course, that doesn't that's not to say Budokai is bad. It's just to say how bad their reputation was even back then. And even then Atari was just the publisher on that. 
They had yeah. nothing to do with the game actually being. Or made. Of course. But just their name on it but made yeah. you know, older people think of it as like, wow, mm-hmm. that's Atari. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Atari. Ugh. Ugh. Atari. Ugh. It's okay. When we go to the video game museum in Dallas in like, uh, I think October or whatever the hell it is, uh, mm-hmm. we can just take videos and photos of us playing Atari 2600 in that little nice uh, old 70s living room setup for Ben and be like, look, look how much fun we're having with Atari Ben. <laughs> I mean, we'll probably have fun anyways. I've never played an Atari. I know I like Pong. That's, you know, that's about it. And I'll just, I'm just trying to say this despite him. Be like, look, we're having fun. It's like, man, fuck you. He's too distracted. He's he's, he's texting his people. Nah! Stop talking to that cock wrangler. <laughs> Dude, cock rings. Let's talk about, let's talk no. about Ronnie Munn and his cock ring sex tips. Um, no. You get cock ring nice and wet. <laughs> So, anyways, Atari is, is is shit, and they're making a hotel that's going to be, I don't know, I have no prediction for it. I don't even know where the hell it's going to be located at. Beats no me. idea. You can look it up. Does it matter? No. It's interesting. Oh, it's because it's not just going to be one hotel. Wonderful. It's going to yeah. be a chain. Oh, good. The nice. first hotel will break ground this spring in Phoenix. This spring. Mm-hmm. That is closer uh, than fantastic. I thought. Development and design of the hotel is headed by GSD Group as well as by Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles producer Napoleon Smith III. What? <laughs> what happened to the first and second one? <laughs> they died. Wow, that's horseshit. Okay. Can we can we just stop for a second and at least acknowledge how insanely like fictional of a name Napoleon Smith the Third sounds? Oh no, definitely, yeah, one hundred percent. That doesn't sound like a real person. Let's tell him to go build one in Dallas, and we're gonna stay there, and we're gonna pay about uh, five hundred dollars. Yeah, and we're not gonna tell Ben where we're staying at, and then he's gonna get in there and make a fuck off. We're going to pull up and be like, oh, fuck off. Really? Really? You're not going to tell me where we're staying here? I'm not going in there. I'm not going in there. Wait, good. You can sleep in the car. Anyways, I think that wraps up our our episode of the Lactic Podcast for the day. Thanks for watching. <laughs> good. Fuck this episode. I hated it already. Everyone it was already it. off to a shitty start. Nah. Actually, it's pretty good. Yeah. So far. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. But, anyways. It's only take good break. because of my amazing rant. It was, yeah. actually. That's a good part of it. You're not wrong. Listen, why can't we talk about Monday Night Raw and the live results that's no. happened with Monday Night Raw, no. like the elimination no. tag team match? No. We're going We're going to take a break, and then when we get back, we'll go ahead and jump into our 2014 year-end recap. Or review. Year in review. We want to call it. Year-end review. In you. review. Yeah. You're in, yeah, whatever. Thank you. That the, Vinny's got it right. I, I don't. Jordan have just it. doesn't know how to speak English anymore. So 2014. First of all, PSP finally got squashed. Rest in peace. Console sucks. Um, was finally ended January of 2014. Uh, PAL Territories did get one more model in 2012, the PSP Street model, Super Streamline model, 
didn't have Wi-Fi, kind of like the Wii Mini. Um, I'm pretty sure it was basically just a PSP Go with like no extra features, no Wi-Fi, no Bluetooth, and all that no, shit. No, it was a PSP. It had UMD drive. Oh, really? Okay, mm -hmm. never mind. Damn. Uh, Sony announces Gaikai will be powering the PlayStation Now streaming service. Uh, we mentioned Gaikai previously. Um, wondering where they were. Yeah, wondering where they were now. That's what they're up to. Four years later, they yep. power PlayStation Now, which no one fucking used. No, people still use it. I am really genuinely shocked. It's still a service. It's just play. It's just Sony's version of uh, uh, you know, Game Pass at this point. The difference yeah. is Game Pass got a head start by allowing your games to be downloadable, whereas right now the only downloadable games available on PlayStation now are just PS4 games. Everything mm. else has to be done through streaming. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, kind of a downer there. But uh, Nintendo Wi-Fi for the Wii and, and DS uh, are killed. Rest in peace. Uh, but nowadays, uh, you can play with Wi-Fi on Wii and DS uh, through the service WeemFi. Um, Someone got that a Phoenix down. <laughs> yeah. So that that one, if if you don't mind, real quick, that one is a big, big, big deal mm -hmm. when that got shut down because <clears throat> the server for some reason Nintendo didn't host the servers themselves or anything. Uh, no, it went through GameSpy. Yeah, they they had them going through GameSpy, and GameSpy shut down. Which can I say that's so fucking ridiculous. If mm -hmm. you're a company like Nintendo, mm -hmm. that Very. is the worst, like foresight on that whole situation. That listen, uh, that was that was their first like full like let's try and do a normal approach at normal online gaming for a console. Like I know the GameCube technically had online and shit. Well, but the, like the, 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 but the, the Wii GameCube and DS had online, but it was only for like two games at most. Right. At, at minimum. Uh, right. One of those games being Mario Kart Double Dash, but the only way that you could do the online was through LAN. Yeah. And that's like, mm, you don't need internet for that. I mean, I guess you do, but you don't. You do, but it's like, it's wired and... You're connected to com other computers in your house on the same network. Yeah. You're not connected to someone across the country. But, WeemFi, when they, they, they actually had it up and going... Like, shortly before the end of the official Wi-Fi. So they're like, oh, this shit's coming to an end. All right, let's get this going. And they actually have a whole, f like, a whole set of uh, mirrored servers that emulate Nintendo servers. And they work quite well, in some cases, better than the originals. Mm -hmm. um, they have a patcher program that will patch uh, a majority of games to run on their servers. Um, you can do it manually for certain games, like with the DS. Recently, Vinny and I played Mario Kart DS online together through the WeemFi servers. Like, the original Mario Kart I don't DS. know when exactly it was set up, but some games let you just change your Wi-Fi settings by setting a specific DNS address, and that'll redirect it to, from the dead Nintendo servers to the WeemFi servers. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's really cool because the biggest thing at the time was Mario Kart Wii. That was the biggest thing. Everybody played Mario Kart Wii online. That and... A, yeah, a lot of people still mm -hmm. do. If you go and look, you'll see plenty of people still play Mario Kart Wii online. Granted, usually it's modded, 
but there's still people that play the shit online thanks to WeemFi. So their service to the community was one of the greatest in in modding, uh, in my opinion. In modding and, to a lesser extent, gaming as yeah. a whole. Because... Because a lot of games are supported these yeah. days. Let me double check. They have a, a very large estimate. list of games. While well, you look that up real quick. Patrick and I have played hundreds of hours, probably, of... Yeah, hundreds of hours easily of Fortune Street on the Weemfire servers. Once we got that working and he introduced me to the game. And a lot of those hours were streamed on my channel. So we have archives of playing through that from ages ago. I wouldn't say a lot. I'd say, like, a small portion. Okay, well, still, there was... We've played countless hundreds of hours on that game. And it's just pure good times playing through those. Yeah, but the streams are bad. The streams are... Yeah, the streams... Oh, they were pretty bad. <laughs> they were. There's at least 100 games here. Yeah. They have a specific patcher for Mario Kart, and then they have a generalized patcher, and then they have you know options for you to manually change shit around. It, it's easy. To a use. lot of them have full support. A lot of them are, are uh, actively being developed. Some of them have function, but don't have certain things like a lot of these games that have like ranking systems don't have their rankings because that's a little too much no need for that anyway but so it's just neat it's neat that we can still play on the weemfire servers you know for those things it it, it just it's it's something really important that was a big meant a big big deal to us when that went down and weemfire stepped in uh so i just like i feel like that was really important to mention because there's a bad series yeah. of playing Wii games online on Sovereign that nobody should watch. Yeah, there is. There is. You know, I don't but think there. I have ever used uh, WeemFi. To be fair, you haven't really had to because it's not like a big demand for you to play shit online with people. Mm-hmm. Like, especially around that time. You know, yeah. you weren't playing online with a lot of people at that time, I don't think. No, not particularly. Us, on the other hand, we had real friends. We liked to play with our friends, you know? We... You know, and you want to sit there, you want to you want to throw fucking shots at me? Mm-hmm. Really? You want to do this? I do. Yeah, yeah you wanna do this? I do. You want to go? You want to fight? Yeah, yeah. Wanna fight me? Here we go again. Want to fight, boy? You want to well, fight? guess Come what? On. You know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to fight you. Come but on, you know fight. what is going to happen? Amazon's going to buy Twitch in the year 2014. Oh, shit! Um, so yeah, that was, that was a pretty big thing. That's where Amazon kind of entering the, you know, the, the gaming, the video game streaming atmosphere. Um, obviously some interesting, uh, developments eventually came out of that stuff like Twitch prime and whatnot. Which is um, convenient because you get a lot of extra things to Twitch prime. Yes. And you automatically have it if you have Amazon Prime, which most people have. Mm-hmm. Uh, new 3DS line of systems are released. Um, li- literally called the new Nintendo 3DS and the new Nintendo 3DS XL. Um, upgraded hardware in them that was never particularly utilized for any games other than a small Xenoblade handful. Chronicles X. Uh, yeah, one of them being Xenoblade Chronicles. Or not X, uh, but 3D. the original. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, c- kind of like what happened with the DSi. It's like, oh, there's new features here. 
better hardware. hardware and you know no one used it it was never particularly utilized by anybody because in the modding scene though it became a bit of a hot commodity yeah, that is true it, that is that, a fact. yeah it definitely did that's what powered NTR had eventually come to fruition. Was the boost NTR part. eventually became a thing when the Super Nintendo Virtual Console released? People learned how to inject to that. Um. Also, though, at the time of the release, I remember there was a lot of concern because the way Nintendo, you know, pitched it out was like, "Yeah, better, better hardware. This these games will now only run on a 3DS." Or the new 3DS. So everyone was worried like, oh, okay, so now I have to buy the new 3DS to be able to play the newer 3DS games. Every game after this is going to release and it will not work on my old DS. Great. I have to buy a new one now. That was well, the biggest concern. not necessarily. That, well, that, that was everyone's concern at the time. I know, I know I'm sure a lot of people were concerned about it, but if you went back and looked at... Like, like uh, the DSi has a handful of exclusive game cards. There's only like six. Yeah. Not many. And a couple of them are region exclusive. Yeah. So. Of course, it didn't turn out that I know way. there were people that were going to be concerned about that, but if they went and looked at history, because it was technically history repeating itself with Nintendo. Right. So there realistically wasn't much to worry about. People just like worrying about nothing well, I mean, a lot of the time. And it's not worrying about nothing. It, it They had right to worry because the way Nintendo did pitch it, I mean... They did mm-hmm. have a track record of doing that once already and, and it not being a big deal, but it still was... I don't trust Nintendo's marketing after the Wii U. Well, I mean, this is... Still, this is just after the Wii U, I guess. We didn't know the Wii U was going to be a failure yet. Except for the lack of a launch lineup, but... It yeah. was two years into the Wii U at that point. Was it? I think I we I were 13. just getting... Never mind. We were just getting certain... Um, Certain re-releases on the Wii U Virtual Console. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I thought that was, you know, it, <laughs> it, it was just, everyone was so concerned about it, and then it turned out, no, no, only a couple games used it, it's fine. Most 3DS games are playable on any 3DS, including Samus Returns. I mean, I've, I've tried it, it works fine on both consoles. Microsoft but Mojang. His dog is barking. Uh, I think it's Vinny's. Okay. Uh, Microsoft bought Mojang. Uh, I keep thinking that this happened earlier because of uh, Minecraft coming out on 360 in 2012. Um, Mm -hmm. So it it feels like it's been longer than that, but uh, I'm sure from a a money-making standpoint, uh, that was a smart idea for Microsoft. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Minecraft was picking up big fucking traction at that point. And it still is. It's yeah. not like it's really slowing down any. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, Isn't over the past couple... the best-selling game of yeah. all time? And mm-hmm. I mean, at this hell, point... over the past couple of years, I mean, it's not like they're going to stop porting it. They're going to put out a new version on the Series X. They'll put out a new version on the PlayStation 5. Obviously, they put it out on the Switch a couple of years ago. They put it out on the new Nintendo 3DS... Which, that's another game that utilized the new Nintendo 3DS was Minecraft. Um, oh, yeah. Forgot about that. That was one of those games, huh? I mean, shit. I think it was even on the Vita. It was. It um, was. Marino played it on the Vita. 
I believe. Oh god, I feel bad for him. Um, I think he said he enjoyed it. Yeah, it there's like so <clears throat> many ports of Minecraft across every system you can possibly imagine. It's um, it's like it's, Skyrim. It's, it's had it, it's had to have paid off for Microsoft. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, one one hundred percent. And then the Game Awards Game of the Year uh, was Dragon Age Inquisition for twenty four. Never played it. Yeah, I haven't played it either. Um, I heard it's good, but I've never. From what I remember of twenty fourteen, wasn't it just kind of a weak year for games? Along with twenty, or no, it was twenty fourteen itself. Twenty fourteen was the weak year, not twenty thirteen, but twenty fourteen. Am I right? I mean, there were a handful of games that. I thought were really good, but a lot of them didn't come out till the end of the year, and some of them I didn't know came out that year because I was never introduced to them until much later on. There were a lot of big games that released in 2014, actually. Were there? Um, maybe I'm mixing I, up I, I got a good list of some big games that came out. I've got a handful I remember as well. Dragon Age Inquisition being a game that came out to very mixed um, reception, though. I don't know. I I remember it just being a big game. And I remember hearing Dragon Age Inquisition being a thing, and actually, if I remember right, Patrick, didn't that beat out a game that you wanted to win or something in the Game Awards? We're not going to get into that. <laughs> okay. But in all in all, in fair honor, um, Dragon Age hasn't done shit since then, so whatever. You can hear Dra- the salt. Dragon Age 4 is coming out sometime soon. That That's sarcasm. <laughs> Probably going to get canceled because Bioware's underperformed like fucking crazy. Yep. No more Dragon Age games by the looks EA of it. doesn't know how to fucking manage a studio for shit. EA doesn't know how to do anything right. Dude, Blizzard knows how to do everything right. Hmm. Uh. I mean, uh, they made they made the greatest uh, remake of all time uh, of Warcraft 3 Reforged Edition. It's one of the greatest games. Uh, it's one of the greatest uh, remakes uh, of all time. That's a lie. It's it's really good. Um, um, there's the Metacritic score for it, Jordan. You can take a look at it and see how uh, good it it is. Metacritic score for Warcraft Three. <laughs> Zero point five user score. And Metascore is 61. Wow. Uh, lots of zeros. Lots of 50s. Lots of zeros. Yeah, it's a shit basically, show. Basically, they made a remake of a game that was incredibly beloved amongst the Warcraft community. And, and ruined it. from what I read, didn't deliver on a bunch of their promises and just broke a bunch of shit. Wow. And not only that, but people that want to play Warcraft 3 online... Because this game is such shit, most people don't want to play it with this game, but they have no choice because they took, they got rid of the online for the original Warcraft 3 when this came out. Why? Because they they don't want people playing the good version of the game. They want people to play the new version of the game that they'll make money off of now. I think they took away all the custom games online for the original Warcraft 3, saying they own that now. Wow. Oh no, the original Dota. (laughs) <laughs> the original Dota. It what Dota Dota One is a Warcraft Three mod. Oh, 
Blizzard yeah. didn't capitalize on it, so Valve bought, Valve bought the Dota uh, copyright. Well, Dota, you and worry made Dota about a thing here, bud. And that's why Blizzard got pissed. It's like, nope, every, we own all the custom games. Let's, uh, if we'll jump to our personal game of the years for this uh, this year, or just our personal favorite games. Uh, yeah. Back, going back to my uh, picking one game of the year per year. Mario Kart 8. Um, just because I got a shitload of fun out of that game uh, once I did eventually play it. Still fun to this day. Um, yeah, still mm-hmm. fun, even on the Switch. Um, I, l- I love my kart racers. They're uh, no, that, no, your top game is WWE 2K15, uh, the greatest thing of all time. Um, that too. I'm going to uh, vote to ignore Patrick for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure in what this. he feels like is a normal episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Patrick, what were your favorite games that year? What what, what? what was that, Patrick? Um, you have to look at the snap. You have to look at Snapchat later. <laughs> I say later as he pulls it up now. What a piece! I of thought shit. you said you got to look at it now. I'm gonna I look, said at, it look now. at it later. I just said you have to look at it, or I just heard rather. So you can look at it later. You gotta hear it. I heard it. Sure. And I'm not pleased. <laughs> Anyways. Vinny. Well, who, who's next in the normal list? Well, Ben called on Patrick, and Patrick just sent you to Snapchat. He didn't actually list his games. I thought usually I'd go last. Isn't it supposed to be like Ben, Vinny, Jordan, then me? I think so. There's no real game. order set, and I'm eating, so you could go first. Go ahead, Patrick. The pressure's on you. Let's be real, man. Um, so yeah, Mario Kart 8, that was good. Um, I had a shit show. We have a buying that day one because I pre-ordered it somewhere and like, oh, we don't, if it was released day, it's like, oh, we don't have it in. I'm like, okay, I want my money what? back. I'm going to go buy it at GameStop instead. And I what? did that and uh, yeah. I didn't, it, tr- it triggered me that I was in a red case, not a blue case. So it just stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah, I think that bugged everybody. It's three Mario Karts in a row. DS seven and eight. Like, oh God, it is. It's like, don't they like that. that red theme? God, I'm so glad they did, they got got rid of that on the Switch. Yeah, it's good they did that. And I'm pretty I wouldn't know. Mine's digital. There was a W2K15. Uh, I bought that on PS5, um, PS3, and I was very pissed off about it and hated it because all the good features that was in the game previously was all taken out, and it made me very upset. And I told people, yeah, don't buy this game. Uh, just, just If you're going to buy it, probably buy it on next gen, or just uh, don't. <laughs> it made me very, very upset. Man, it sounds like a similar situation that happened in 2019. And they, Gee, but the, I, I wonder. But the thing is, they took out all the features, and it, it still has never appeared in another game, and it makes me angry. So uh, fuck you, 2K. Yeah. You don't know how to make. You don't make. A, you don't know how to make a good wrestling games, 2K. They don't know how to make any good games. Exactly. <laughs> 2K sucks. Yeah. Old 2K was good. This new 2K stuff, uh, they suck. And I hope Two. all. Every, K sucks. Every, they every K single sucks. 2K game releases uh, is so bad that it puts them under. But the NBA 2K games are so good. No, they can go to NBA Live instead. It's cheaper, and if you just want, and all it is, is just you just play for exhibition. They don't anyway. make NBA Live anymore. 
Well, uh, they should bring back NBA Live and make it cheaper, like $30 a release date, and then just only have an exhibition, because that's the only thing people care about. And the only reason people buy NBA 2K is just so they can go on their little online stuff and bitch about how bad it is and complain to the 2K they don't know how to make good games. And so, I don't get why Jordan never bought NBA Live, because it's cheaper, and all he does is play exhibition anyways. I've never played an NBA Live game, so I I just have always assumed they're shit. No, not. If you see one for $5 or less, you have to buy it and play it. Okay, I'll give it a shot. If I see one, I'll buy it for you, and you're forced to play it that same day. Okay, and and if it's good, then that means I'll have more basketball games to play, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I've just never tried one, so I always assume they're shit. Because 2K is just always so good. That's because they are. Nobody likes them. Because <laughs> 2K did make that, good that's games. Why, that's why they don't make NBA Live anymore. Because 2K did make used to make good games back in the day. Because there, because there was three, there was two different Madden stuff. There was, you know, the original Madden, then there was 2K football, and then EA started getting really pissed off because 2K was selling a lot more than EA. So EA went to Madden, went to the NFL. It's like, all right, we we're getting exclusive publishing rights to this. So you can't do that anymore. We're getting exclusive publishing rights because they were selling way more games than us. Like, okay, and they offered them a bunch of money. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, another good game, Sonic Boom: Rise of Lyric, came out. I heard that was excellent. I, I thought that was a bad game. The, no, it's the great. cartoon was great. It's on par with the game, the game of the year of 2006, Sonic the Hedgehog. Wait, th- yeah, you could easily like break the game and beat it in like 10 minutes. <laughs> but they assume they quickly patched that out, so now the world record can never be broken. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sure that they separated that into a separate category. Uh, maybe. Let's go to speedrun.com. Because there is a there's a glitch with Knuckles jumping that you can keep pausing, unpause, pause, unpause, unpause, and you just infinitely keep jumping. And if you keep doing that, you get to like the end part of the game, I guess. I never watched it, I just heard about it. And someone beat the game in like 10 minutes or so. So yeah, that's turned out to be disaster. Everyone hated it, and I thought I was like, it's okay. I don't hate it, it's, it's, it's just okay. I played worse. Okay, so version oh, 1.0 of the Sonic Boom speedrun. 34 minutes, three years ago. Version 1.1, four years ago, 38 minutes, 27 seconds. And nobody, nobody, nobody speeds run the game. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody speedruns the game. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, an easy, it's easy to get records on there because nobody fucking wants to play it. Yeah, I don't blame them. It's not that good of a game, but it's not terrible like everyone says it is. Another great game that Jordan has fond memories of, he loves playing, was uh, Borderlands pre-sequel. Fantastic game. Uh, awesome. Uh, totally no. not a letdown. <laughs> totally not a regrettable purchase I made on my PlayStation 3. Wait, me or you? Me. Okay. So I was going to say, I didn't purchase the game ever. I, I, it was, I played through Borderlands 2 with a certain friend of ours, and then... At some point, it was like, okay, well, we're going to play through this pre-sequel. And it was going to be me, him, and a couple of his other friends. And we had one session, and that was it. And then he's like, yeah, I'm just going to buy it for this other guy and, and play it with this other friend of mine instead. And wow, my copy did, yeah. got taken back from Steam because it was a G2A code, and the G2A code was bad. <laughs> so I didn't have a copy of, of that game for the longest time. I never really played it for more than an hour or so. I pre-ordered it, 
in that special code they gave you for like, I don't know what it was, an extra something. I tried using that code the day of when I got home and it didn't work. Wow. I had to wait like two days. I went to GameStop complaining, but I was like, well, wow. we should try it now. I'm like, all right, if it doesn't work, I'm coming back here. So I had to wait way later I'm that night. I'm coming back here and I want my money. I've never played any Borderlands game, so I don't have to worry about playing a bad one like that. They say the code yeah. work. The code they gave you day one did not work till like a day or so later. It was stupid. Yeah, I'm sure I can somewhat get through it again if I tried playing it at least with someone else. Because going through it alone, oh my god, it's so goddamn boring. J- Jordan, please, please quit. Quit, please, please, please stop playing with yourself. Oh, I'm just shaking up my 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 medicine bottle. <laughs> well, you done fooled me. Hit. <laughs> Can you whip it out next time you do that? Just yes. So yeah. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. Shovel Knight came out. I didn't play more than it like did? ten minutes of it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Same. I've I've never played a lot of it, but yeah. Shovel Knight. I've never played it at all. I never beat it, but I played a bunch of it. That's a good game. Yeah. I bought it on Wii U and then played like ten minutes of it, and I never touched it again. It reminds me a lot of Ducktales, the original, you know, Ducktales or the remastered, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it has plenty of DLC. There's new DLC came out like just recently, not too long ago. So it's yeah, very successful. It's there, there is very successful. Very and he's in game. Smash. Very good. Yeah, Shovel Knight is in Smash as a as a costume. Technically, no, he's just his trophy. Yeah, as a trophy. He's a good, but game. still, it's great, amazing. It was a very good game. One I of the biggest quite... indie games for the, at the time. To yeah. Never played it though. <laughs> uh, maybe I should. I should play more than just like ten minutes or minutes of it. It seemed good, yeah, but I'm terrible okay. with backlogs. Yep. Mario Kart 8 came out. That was great. Uh, Best uh, Mario Kart game. Technically deluxes, but yeah. I mean, yeah, but deluxe is the same game. Yeah, it's the same it. game, just more stuff. I probably would put it at the top. Uh, Best Mario Kart game of all time. Same. I do prefer Mario Kart 64 for nostalgia's sake. That's my own personal favorite, but 8 is definitely by far the best Mario Kart game. I mean, they've only gotten better each new iteration. I'd probably put the, Not I'd probably put Mario Kart 64 probably like... Mm, probably 3. That's fair. I like that. I like that placement. But I had to play that my second... I, I had to think, because I had to replay like... What I have in my second, just to see how it holds up. What is your second? Uh, Wii. Ah, that's fair. I would have to play that again, see how it holds up again. Yeah, see how the controls hold up and everything. That was a really good game. That was really, really... It was. We played the fuck out of that game. Uh, we didn't together now, but... Or with other people, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, not together, but like in general, separately, we played the fuck out of that game. Get it? We? <laughs> I just hope... Uh... If they do Mario Kart 9, in like a few years from now, it'd be a fun and great. So, I'm really open for that. I want Mario Kart Ultimate. Every I want Nintendo Kart. Do what? I want Nintendo Kart. I don't care about that. Smash Kart. Just, it's Mario Kart, but with more Nintendo characters. Binyat, please play DMC 2. DMC 2 is great. Can't wait to play that and I'll uh, be my first Double May Cry game I play. No. <laughs> it is. No. I'll make sure of it. Wow, what a what a piece of shit. What's the rest of your game? 
Uh, Iron Warriors came out, and that was a fantastic game when it launched on the Wii U. Bought the season pass for that. Yes. It was fantastic. I loved it. I never got the DLC, but I Man, did a... play through the main story, and I enjoyed it a lot. It's definitely something yeah. to buy the Switch version if you want everything. Yeah, I'll get be, that eventually. It's going to be hard to go through the story again because I already did it once. And uh, get I the... mean, I did it right near launch, I think, so I should be okay to replay it. I know, I did too, but I'm just like, oh, I already did all this a long time ago because you have to get through all that to get to the fun stuff. Uh, as people say, get more stuff, more items, more variants, more, 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 more. South Park Stick of Truth came out, and that was a surprise, wonderful hit. That was a great game. It was. It, it was. was. Fantastic. Fucking amazing game. It's just playing through a season of South Park, and it's amazing. Yeah. Right to the T. Art design, voice, stuff that happens, innuendos. It's beautiful. Uh, definitely not for kids. Uh, if you don't like crude humor, <laughs> don't play it. If you do, then you should play it. <laughs> Simple as that. Then Don yep. Kong Tropical Freeze. I finally I didn't never play it. On, I never bought it through you. I had to buy it on the Switch with funky mode. That game's hard. Oh, it's it's. Oh my god, it's fucking hard. One of the hardest games I ever had to play and beat, and get like all the secrets too. Well, like not all the secrets, because I didn't get like every little thing. But I got enough to where I can lock all the secret levels and get that. And the game slaps you in the face and it's like, good, you did all this. Now do it on hard mode. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. When you play and get through that, you're going to look at that and you're like, never. I, w- I would never, never would I ever, ever, ever would want to do that. Maybe I'd want to. Uh, no, you don't understand what, what hard mode is or what why it's so terrible. Because you go through the game, you have like two hits of Don Kong already. You get a you get your partner and you get another two hits. And blah, blah, blah. So you take and get four hits if you have your partner. Blah, blah, blah. Good enough. Um, But here's the thing. Um, In hard mode, you only get to play as Don Kong. You get no friends. You get Rip. you get no checkpoints throughout the entire level. And one hit and you're dead. And this is in Tropical Freeze? Yes. So hard mode, you have to go through the entire wow. game, not get hit, or you die, no checkpoints, nothing. It just pretty much uh, handicaps you so perfect hard. Mode. It's really it's the really, perfect run. It's really, really, it's basically the perfect oh run through the entire game with yeah. every single level. Gross. And I'm scared. I am genuinely deathly scared. Well, don't play it that way. No, I'm not talking about for me. I'm talking about for someone else who's going to do that. Gerard. I'm deathly scared oh, for him doing that. Yeah, he'll be okay. He's he's skilled not to do it. <laughs> that game is so hard. You don't <laughs> just get all the puzzle pieces, get all the fucking everything else, all the Kong letters, because that's where you have to, you have to get all the Kong letters to unlock at the secret level. And you have to go through the secret level with or he has no checkpoints and it's hard. It's oh it's definitely one of the hardest uh, games I've ever had to actually play through and beat. Yeah. Challenge anyone. Who wants a who wants a hard game? He's like, all right, go do that in hard mode. I mean, the original Donkey Kong Country Returns was was hard enough. Some people say this game's harder than that. I believe that. I believe that. But that game was hard as it is, so it's like shit. I never beat the original. I played the Tropical Freeze, and I should play beat the original. Mm-hmm. So, oh, 
is uh, it was definitely a grind. There's been parts where I, had a, where I took like an hour and a half to two hours on a single secret level. It was just that hard. I could never imagine doing that on hard mode. It never. <laughs> yeah, n- neither neither could I. Tbh. I'm just glad Switch doesn't have achievements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you'd be fucked. Because I would be. I could see that being like less than a percent of cotton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that sounds really hard. Yeah, it's a great game, but it's it's a tough son of a bitch to even play and beat. <coughs> oh, son sure. of a bitch. Uh, if you thought if you thought the grand if you thought uh, the grandmaster galaxy was hard, Vinny, let's try playing some of those levels. Uh, don't remind me about that. I told you it was gonna be hard before you even played it, and you're like, okay. Uh, Plants for Zombies: Garden Warfare, an excellent, excellent uh, third-person shooter came out. Uh, it was great. It was amazing, and uh, yeah, so how you do a good spin-off game? We were playing that with group on PlayStation Three because they had uh, free online which is why i chose ps3 instead of xbox and i was grown to hate xbox i kept on getting told by everyone oh you don't need xbox playstation 3 is so much better playstation 3 was always a big thing because it had free online it was called brainwashing by a lot of people i was around yeah whatever <laughs> yeah that was it was a really really fun game great i enjoyed the living hell out of it even though it was just basic and generic it was still very very fun you had fun with it. That's what matters. Loads of it. <laughs> the game has a place in your heart. And that's why we talk about these. The games that mean the most to us that released in that year. Yeah, the Hatsune Miku Project Diva F2 <laughs> release for PlayStation 3. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Hatsune Miku Project Diva F2. Uh, what? <laughs> that's, a, that's, um, a, that's a game for me and Ringer Mangle to enjoy. Oh, you both have played it? I don't know if he's played, but he's that's the type of game he'd play and enjoy. It is. I mean, you're one hundred percent right. It is the type of game that he would play and enjoy. It, it was stupid it was stupid fun, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's uh it's just a good rhythm game with vocaloid music and I was like, okay. Not gonna discuss why I bought it, because uh you know that's not important, but it's uh it was it was, fun. It was uh, He bought it for the titties. Uh no. <laughs> I don't think any of the vocaloids have no, there's no nudity. It's ready. To, I think it's like ready to E or E10. He bought it to be a real enemy girl. Yeah. Let me Google it real quick. Teen. Teen, whatever. Doesn't surprise me, but it's no. There's no nudity or subjective suggestive themes. Bayonetta two, um, the game that should have won Game of the Year, uh, was so much better and much much more praised was Bayonetta two, a great game. I really wish I would have beaten it on the Wii U, but at least I can do it on my Switch, where it has more. Better I looks, better polish. I've only played like a chapter or two. Yeah, same. I only played like a little bit of it, and I was like, "Oh, you can play as Nintendo characters and it's their style, and it's cool." And blah blah blah. Nintendo character costumes. It was neat. Yeah, but man, Dragon Age Inquisition was a better game. It won Game of the Year, so it's a better game. No, it sold better because it was on. That's I the mean, important that distinction. I guarantee you, if this was on, if this wasn't just a Wii U thing, if it was on PlayStation like four, mm-hmm. Xbox One, and Wii U, it would have been Game of the Year immediately because of the sales. I'm sure. I'm surprised it was on Wii U at all, honestly. I I would say probably not again because Dragon Age Inquisition sold better, and probably still would have. I don't know Even if this was on other platforms, been, yeah. 
Uh, maybe. At least that's another Game Awards only cares about numbers, not quality. Um, so yeah, it was, yeah. It was really... I mean, you're not wrong. Dragon Age Inquisition. You but then it. again, then again, I could be wrong because Sekiro won Game of the Year this year. Yeah. So you're not wrong. That was that was weird. Game of the Year 2019 was second. That was the only thing that was holding it back because it was only on the Wii U, and there, and when the people found that out, they were absolutely. I think that's why it didn't get one game of the year because it was only on Wii U and everyone got pissed off when they heard that. It's like, Bayonetta 2 is coming only for you. You. <laughs> everyone got very upset hearing that news. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm not. I guess I can't play it. I'm not buying that console. I'm not playing it. But now yeah. it's on Switch. Everyone's playing it now. Of course. It'll be on. Don't worry. It'll be yeah, on Steam in about be. like a few years from now, if even. Yeah, it could be when sooner was than Bayonetta that. Bayonetta 3 announced. Yeah, Game Awards last year. Or there's teased. Are you sure it wasn't E3? No, that was the Game Awards. Yeah, it was the Game Awards. It was the Game Awards. Because that's the same day Joker was announced for uh, the first DLC. Yep. Because they had Bayonetta 3, which everyone was excited for, and then that completely got overshadowed because of Joker and Smash. Bayonetta 3 was revealed during the Game Awards 2017, not 2018. I'm on the Bayonetta wiki right now. Yeah, Smash 4. uh, I put that could probably win Game of the Year, too. Maybe. I mean, that, that game was really good. But it's also kind of jank in a lot of ways in terms of uh, how the game played. It, it, was, it was quite different. Very much it different. It, it, was, it was like they wanted to make it more competitive again, even though they don't like the fact that there's a competitive scene. Uh, Sakurai, Sakurai hates Sakurai likes Sakurai wanted to give a little bit to the competitive community, but he and Nintendo don't want to support it directly. I thought he hates the competitive scene for the game. I thought he hates it. If he truly, completely hated it, he would have leaned more towards the party game side of it. I guess. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I think last I heard, Sakurai wanted people to play it the way they wanted. Yeah, that's fair. That was I mean, last I should heard. Play it. But yeah, that game was really good. Yeah, it was great. Now people are saying it's one of the worst, one of the worst Smash Brothers games after playing Ultimate. That's always going to okay. okay. In terms for me, in terms of the actual uh, physics of the game and how the flow of the game is, that's always going to be Brawl. But that does not take away from Subspace Emissary because that's legendary. But for me, the worst is always going to be Brawl because I just that that game is so fucking slow and floaty when you're trying to play, you know, any form of competitive, which of course not everyone should be, but like <coughs> just <Midnight. coughs> what was that, Vinny? Nothing. What was that? <coughs> Meta Knight. <coughs> I like to play in Meta Knight, though. Yeah, and that's why nobody wanted to play with you. I wasn't good with him. I just like playing with him. I never played online with hardly anybody. I was always you could just... barely play online with anybody to begin with. You oh, I didn't have any friends. Jordan. I didn't well, know him back it... then. Oh. It just meaning the online for the Wii was terrible for Smash Brawl. It was it was bad. It you're was te- really bad. You're terrible, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Jordan, I I still have flashbacks to all that lag that we used to have. Look, when we got or when I got a LAN adapter, it made things better. Even with the LAN adapter. We played Just more. Weird. We played more Smash Four than we did with Ultimate Online. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So far, at least, yeah. Probably will be like that. But it's gonna be that like that for me at least. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're probably not gonna play Smash Ultimate Online 
again anytime soon. I have no I have no reason to. I have no one to play with online. I mean, uh, we've played a few times recently. Yeah, but that's what I'm with, you can play with me, pal. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, uh, you're all, you're only play, you only have the will and desire to play when I'm at work, though. Will and desire to what? Only desire to play online when I'm at work. Well, I mean, if I you ever want to play, and we desire play to play it. online in Mario Kart. <laughs> that's fair. If you ever want to play it, we can play it, and we can you know just play fun shit with items and yeah, shit because. Yeah. Ultimate makes it fun uh, yeah. with items. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. we could do that. Uh, yeah. You're you always uh, invited. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. we uh, only yeah. play when you're at work because <laughs> you work in the night. Uh, yeah. Every time anybody try to talk. Uh, but, uh, yeah. no. Uh, uh, no. 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 Uh, no. 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 I better not see you try to leave this room again, Java. Oh, you better oh, not. Lord. Are there any other games on your list there, Patrick? Or was that it? I honestly think that was it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Vinny, you want to go first or I'm going to go? I'll go. All right. Um, Bravely Default released. I really enjoyed that game. I'm, I started playing through the sequel, but uh, Bravely Default was fun, but the story took a hard right into why did they think this was okay. Um, around Chapter 6... The game just puts you in a time loop until you figure out what it is you're supposed to do. <laughs> and there are, there's like four chapters of just the same thing over and over again. And I'm assuming Patrick sent something to the group and I'm not opening it. It was me. It was Ben. Ignore him. They're linking gay pornography God in the chat. Um, there are very large white African penises in the chat. <laughs> Additionally, uh, Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc released. Uh, it later got an anime adaptation, which I think you watched that, Jordan? Yeah, he loved it. Which one? Trigger Happy Havoc, Danganronpa, the adaptation. I watched uh, I watched two episodes with my ex-girlfriend, and I absolutely fucking hated it. Really? It was fucking awful. I hated it. It was so fucking stupid. It makes me never want to play the games because it was so fucking stupid. The game it. is a lot better than the show. I'm sure it is, but it made me really never want to fucking touch the game because I just please, it was so fucking bad. Please stick your fingers all over that game. Hold on. Patrick, why did you type in these keywords into Pornhub and X videos? Big booty gay fat with a PH. I typed in something in Google and that's just what popped up. Anyways, <laughs> proceed, Vinny. Please put your fingers all over that game, Jordan. It is worth your time. We're talking about porn in the chat, and you're going to say to put my fingers all over something? <laughs> to be fair, I sent that before Patrick sent his X videos link. All right. Look, man. I'm probably not going to play Danganronpa anyways. It doesn't interest me. We already talked about Hyrule Warriors. I already said I played a little. I played the main story. It was fun. I'm going to get the Switch version eventually. Yeah. Um, We already talked about Smash Wii U, but... The demo for the game came out as well. Y'all fucking hate on 3DS, and it is not as bad as it's you think. It's just me. And we wouldn't have to settle it in Smash Meme if not for the 3DS version. Look, man, I know you went to high school, and, and you played 
and you played Smash 3DS with your friends and had tournaments and shit, but meanwhile, you weren't aware, you were just playing a test demo for the game. It is better than you fucking think. Real talk, Download I never understood how the fuck they released Smash Bros. for the 3DS, and once the Wii U version did release, no one gave a single flying fuck about the 3DS version. People still played the 3DS version. Don't care. There were still tournaments for the 3DS version. Don't care. Yeah, that's what you call the minor leagues. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> I just always loved I always loved giving Vinny shit for it, saying it was a demo. Anyways. On the same day as Smash Wii U released, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire released, and I picked both of those up on release day, and they were the first games that I ever got on release day. That's not a good game. Too much water. Listen, IGN. I don't give a shit. Too much water. <laughs> Vinny, there's too much water. I don't water. give a shit about your 7.8 out of Vinny, 10. Vinny, it's a watered down game, but I'm... <laughs> Honestly, It's though, very diluted, did, but I'm... They did remove a lot of shit from the original. And it... I mean, it's still... It's still a fun game. It's just... They make it too... It has too much water. But they give you... They give you... A free legendary, like halfway through the game, and it's not even it's not even the box legendary. It's a different legendary, so it's completely unrelated to the story. They just give it to you because can pretty much. And we already talked about Mario Kart Eight. We still have fun with that to this day. Anything else? Nope, not it. Okay. So uh, my personal list for the year for 2014 is uh, actually pretty big. Um, a lot of these are games that I've just, you know, noted on or played or whatever, but the usual suspects. So, uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze went over that. It's, I, I still actually do want to get the game. I'm just never going to play it on hard mode. Uh, I'd rather have the Wii U version though. I don't care to get the Switch version particularly. I'd rather have the Wii U version. Um, Dark Souls 2 released. That was a big release for the year. Um, if I remember correctly, that one was kind of like... What the fuck happened here is what everyone, how everyone reacted to it. I could be wrong. I just thought that was how they reacted to Dark Souls 2. Uh, Bravely Default, very good. You know, Square, I believe that was a Square RPG. That is correct. And I believe that got a Switch port or a PC port, one of the two. Don't remember uh, which. Default did not get a port. Octopath got the port. Okay. Um, a Default really... is getting a sequel on Switch, is what you're thinking. That's of, what I'm thinking probably. of, probably. Yeah. Because okay, on the, on the 3DS it had Bravely Default and Bravely Second, and now Bravely Default Two is coming to Switch. It's named very poorly. Yeah, because it's Bravely Default, Bravely but... Second, and then Bravely Default Two. You'd think it'd be Bravely I Third or something. I literally just said that. If it was named better, it would make more sense. But stop nibbling on penis while we're recording the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I have skittles and I want to eat them before Jake does. Another really big release was Titanfall. It originally released on PC and Xbox One, and then later Bluepoint ported it to the 360. Um, and Titanfall specifically, I had a lot of fun with uh, right at the game end of the game's life. Uh, I think it was 2000 and. 14 probably the end of 2014 for Christmas I got a uh, my first actual gaming computer and at the time the specs were very 
It was a cheap computer, but at the time, the specs were leagues beyond anything I ever could have had. Uh, it had an AMD A10 APU, which I think is a Richland, AMD A10 Richland 7600K. I think that's what it was. It was a quad core, had AMD graphics built in, yada, yada. It was decent for the time. Um, and it ran Titanfall on medium settings, surprisingly, with no dedicated graphics card. So, um, and I think it had eight gigs of RAM and 500 gigabyte hard or one terabyte hard drive, Windows 8, which that's still the, the Windows code that I use today is from that original build. Um, there is no parts left from that original build, though, except maybe the power supply. Oh, no, I take that back. My sister's computer is running with the AMD A10. Um, wow, you you mentioning that you got this in 2014 reminds me that I got the computer that I'm using now that same year. Yeah. But see, the difference is you got an Intel i7 for that year, which was, is still good now. The only difference between then and now is I changed or I upgraded graphics card. Which is normally what you do. You get a good top-of-line CPU, you're good for a few generations. Then you upgrade a GPU every generation. It's typically what you got to do. I mean, I went several generations before upgrading GPU. Right. That was because you're poor. Hell, my GPU at the time was okay. It was still a little old at the time. Yeah. But, yeah. But now I have a fairly recent uh, AMD. As do I. Yeah, we have the same one. I just have more uh, VRAM. VRAM in it. Yep. Yeah, Titanfall is just such a fucking fun game. I, I enjoyed it I've so never much. i played it. it I, I, man, it was just so much fun. I have such good memories with it. Probably the, my most favorite shooter that I played online. Because you're literally running on... This is before Call of Duty did their shit and copied it. You're literally running along the walls, grappling everywhere, jumping on top of mechs, pulling out electronics and shooting the panel, taking over mechs, and then you can go into your own super mode. It's just... Before Call of Duty copied the concept and ruined it, it they didn't really ruin it, but before they copied it, this was, this was what started that. And it was so much fun. God, I just I have such good memories of the game. However, there was no fucking story mode whatsoever. No reason to play it if you cared for campaigns. It was online only. That's all the game was. Um, so that was the thing. It was a lot of fun. A big game that released in the indie game community was Goat Simulator. Uh, oh, I played that. That was fun. I've never played Goat Simulator, but I know that was you a big release. You own it on Steam. I got it through you. Mm-hmm. I just never played it. I did a Vinny visit on it. You should play it. I know it was a big game for a long time. You know, took all the memes ahead and all that shit for a while. So It was Goose Game before Goose Game was exactly. Goose Game. Exactly. 100% exactly. Uh, Trials Fusion released. I've played a good fair bit of that game. I liked that a lot. I think you should play Goatsy Simulator. No. Yeah. Uh, Mario Golf World Tour released for the 3DS, and that is a very good Mario Golf game. Very, very good. Uh, almost as good as uh, the GameCube one, but it is very still a very good Mario Mario Golf game. I like I like it a lot. Watch Dogs released, very fun game. Uh, had 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 some weird weird problems with it. How did I forget about Watch Dogs? I don't know. Uh, I didn't play it the year of, of course. I played it several years later, but I enjoyed I I've enjoyed what I played of it, which was I beat the game once. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. That's all you need to do, really. 
yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. It's I, I like the control. Driving was yeah, but it wasn't terrible. Um, speaking of driving, of course, Mario Kart Eight, best Mario of Kart. Of course, absolutely loved it. Played the fucking shit out of it. Oh man, I wish I could have gone back and changed my 2012 game of the year. What was that? What would you change it to? It should have been Sleeping Dogs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Too late. Um, we already mentioned it. Shovel Knight came out. Another big indie game for that year. Uh, Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky came out on PC, and that was I only mentioned that because our buddy Trim has played that so many fucking times. He loves that game. Uh, Silent Hills PT came out. That that demo for Silent Hills that Hideo Kojima had made for on the PS4 that released in 2014, and of course, as we all know, the fate of that was to be delisted and. Any PlayStation 4 that had the game installed jumped up in value to like $400. More than that. Yeah. I don't know if it's still worth money to I have a console it. that has that. I'm sure people can, somebody's going to have it and data mine it and put it on PC. By now they had to have. By now they had to have. But Or pretty close to it. And and we've played that. We've played that and it was fucking dumb. I mean, it the way you had to beat it was fucking dumb. You had to have a microphone to beat it. That pissed me off. That's fucking that dumb. That was really dumb. You had to have a microphone to beat it. Otherwise, it was great because it was really creepy. But you had to have a microphone to beat it, so it's dumb. That part, at least. Uh, Destiny released. And <sighs> as far as Destiny goes, we know that Destiny 2 is the main fucking online shooter fucking MMO type fucking game, whatever the hell that people play. Not really. But Destiny 1 was really good. By the time it finished and got all of its DLC out, it was such a solid game, and it still is, that you can go back and finish it. It I I had so much fun playing that game. And I played the demo way back in the day, like before the game released. I say way back in the day, but, you know, 2014. But I played the demo, and I actually had the gameplay up on my channel still, the PS3 demo of the game before, you know, released. And that just... Even then, that was fun. So I always thought it felt really neat. And I've, I've, I absolutely love the first Destiny. The story is great. The gameplay is fantastic. The worlds are unique and interesting. There's not too much dialogue. It's great. Hybrid Warriors released. I've never played it. I know everyone else has loved it. It was a very good game. Forza Horizon 2 released. You know, second game in the Forza Horizon series. Really fun, uh, arcadey style Forza series. South Park to Stick of Truth. Absolutely love that game. Uh, Smash Bros. for the 3DS. Uh, so that so the thing is with that, as we mentioned, that was a demo for the inevitable release of Smash Bros. for Wii U. It was a, the, the beta. Something to hold people it was, over. The beta. Do what? Something to hold people over with. Yeah, yeah, something to hold people over with, you know. A little beta, beta test, you know. Borderlands, a pre-sequel that was shit. Uh, Bayonetta 2, of course, as they mentioned already. Should have won Game of the Year. Halo, the Master Chief Collection released. And gotta say, I never played the Halo games, but recently I tried to play through the first game, and by the way, the first game is kind of hard. I think... The best thing about that is the fact that you can switch from classic and modern graphics with one button press, and it is so... I I still don't understand how they smoothly 
like how they pulled that off so well. The press of a button, instant switch to the next style to graphics, like classic or modern. That's just such that's so cool that it's so easy, and I really like seeing the game in its original graphics. It's really neat. It puts you back in you know two thousands when you're playing that fucking game. Um, and of course now it's coming to PC finally. What six years later? Um, like I mentioned, Smash Bros. Wii U, uh, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5 remix came out. So I mean, you know, that brought Kingdom Hearts 2 and a couple other things along with it to the PS3. Uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker as well came out on the Wii U. Forgot about which, that. Which that was really interesting game. Yeah, forgot about it. That that neither of us have played. <laughs> no, but I I remember always wanted to play it and. <clears throat> Eventually, still do if I ever find a copy of it. Yeah, that's the same year those goddamn Amiibos came out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it is. You're not wrong. So, but yeah, that that uh, sorry, I had a big list there, but that's just there's a lot of games that released in 2014 uh, for me to note that were either important to me or just good. There's a lot of games that still stick around today, really. Specifically from that year, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that, I think that wraps up everybody's games for the year 2014 and our year-end review for 2014, right? Thanks. Year-end so. power review. So, 2014 was a good year for gaming. I'm going to take a quick breather real quick, and we'll be back to jump into our what we've been up to for the month of January. And as we pissed Vinny off, well, actually, as I pissed Vinny off greatly, um... But it's okay. It wasn't even insulting. It, it, it was. It was. It was just you know a, a line that was crossed. Um, Nothing was I'm, crossed. Uh, well, Except for I your mean, tease. Yes, actually, thank you. Tease for what the fuck we've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I don't it? know if that was clever or if I hate it. <laughs> I I liked that. <laughs> But yeah, we're we're going to do uh, what we've been up to for the month of January. And of course, as we used to do, um, we got our group efforts. What we've done together as a group. Um, might not be all of us. It might just be some of us, but still. All of the beginning half of January, um, Ben and I played Black Ops 2. A lot of it. Mm-hmm. Too much of it, and, one might say. I mean, during the holidays, during Christmas and New Year's, we played the fuck out of it. I played the absolute fuck out of it with Chris. And then, you know, Ben got it, or Ben joined in as well at some point in some matches here and there. Once work calmed Pretty down sure, like, bit. half of the uh, yeah. the main group chat got in on it. Didrick did. Patrick did. Yeah, everybody's kind of gotten in on it because yeah, you know, Black Ops 2 was Yeah, it was a little over half. I wouldn't really count me getting um, into if it. If it's me, Jordan. Okay, then if I we mean, don't count you, exactly me, half, Jordan, five out of Chris, the ten. Didrick. We had one match with Patrick, um, the faded match, in which we came up with <laughs> the game, we came up with a version of the game called Cunt Game. It's gun game, but whenever you knife someone, instead of it putting you back one gun, it puts you back ten guns. So it literally, two knives will reset you the whole tier list of guns. Uh, and it and it can be fun, 
but also you can really piss your friends off doing that. And well, let's just say one game, that one game we played with Patrick, he was supposed to win like four or five times. And Ben and I kept, Ben kept knifing everybody. I kept knifing and we just kept knifing. Patrick didn't knife anyone. Um, and I got angry because or I got salty and rage quit because Ben won. I had, a, I, I didn't care if he kept knifing me at some point. He kept knifing me and triggering me, but, <laughs> but I, That's I was true. like, okay, look, I am done with this. I'm going to win this. And I had a plan and everything. I was going to get all the way up to the top. And I was going to like let him get all the way to the top, and then I was going to knife him, and then I was going to knife him again, and then I was going to knife him again, and then I was going to win. And instead, Ben just fucked it all up and won, <laughs> and it pissed me off so much that I rage quit, snapped my headset, or tried to snap my headset in half, and uninstalled the game. So much, and it concerned him so much that he actually had to message and be like, shit, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to actually piss you off. But I rage quit over that one he, and, he, and Patrick he, stood and win he rage quit very very bad um, and I don't ever rage quit but this time he yeah, did I wanted time, Patrick this to time win he did. at the very least I didn't at, even at, know at, that was your plan I don't really remember how I avoided it I just you, I, you just fucked it up you just you. did good and fucked it up and killed me and knifed me Yeah, and sent me back it, when I didn't want we, you to we got to a point where we were like an hour into the game now, one time I tried to say, okay, no more knifing, and then immediately I got knifed by Jordan, to which I just said, well, fuck it. We'll yeah. keep using knives, I guess. Mm-hmm. I remember you um, asking for the knives to stop. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, towards the end of the game, because we were an hour in, like, we, we all agreed finally, okay, no more knives. And then I got knifed and got sent and, back. And that's what... Say that again, Patrick. <laughs> you knifed me, and I'm like, you said that, and then shortly after, I got knifed when I was on ballista knives and got sent back. I was like, oh, I guess we'll never run this game. Patrick is on the last weapon and got knifed. No, that last time, I don't think I did. Because I was I like, the, the last time I knifed you was the first time. The second time when we all agreed on it, I don't think I stabbed you. I don't know. <laughs> um, I was on. But regardless. It's bad. Once we were getting to that last uh, stretch of the game, that's when everybody started focusing just on, okay, level up, level up, level up, level up. Um, and I guess I just won. You won very quickly and it pissed me off. I was on the, <laughs> the crossbow like three shit. times and then I was on ballista once or I was on the ballista knives and then every single time I got set back, I'm like, well, I guess I'm not winning this. And Patrick was the best sport of everyone with that game too. He was the best sport. Yeah, he it. he never took advantage of the uh, fuck you mechanic. No. Um, and and I now have the game reinstalled, but I've not still played it yet. Since I'm shocked that you reinstalled it because it's just that fun. But also, just haven't played it again because mm, been playing other stuff. Good game popped me that, I and mean, you only played once, and that was it. Yeah. We need to play more, because I did buy in the game. Although, I did get really pissed, because I thought I'd bite you the fucking version with all the DLC maps, and no, I bought you just a stupid deluxe version that came with another code for World at War that you already had. I don't see what the issue is. I meant to buy him the one with the maps, and it got him the wrong one. When it was on sale. Now, um, I'm conf- I- I'm being dense, but what is MP2? Mario Party 2. Mario Party. Oh, okay. 
I'm, I think Metroid Prime 2, but it was like, we didn't play <laughs> that. Even though it has multiplayer. I would have said Prime 2 if I meant Prime 2. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we played Mario Party 2 at some point. I think uh, we tried to with Chris. Yes. We that played was... a couple of games the whole way through, and a couple of games we had to quit early because Parsec was just being too Bad. laggy. Oh, yeah. And we try- I think we tried to play with Patrick even, and it just wouldn't work. Yeah. Or was Mario Party 4, maybe. It worked everyone but for me. Yeah, because the internet's bad. They're all um, telling me to do that. I was like, hold on, like I would, like I would hear the noise. And he was still doing decent, even with the ridiculous. Lag. I heard the noise, like it would say, like, oh, it's it'd bring my turn. I'd have to wait five seconds, and then it would say, okay, your turn. I'm like, okay. It was all delayed and desync. The video wouldn't show up for another like ten seconds later. Yeah, it was almost as bad. It was pretty much. I think realistically, it was like seven to eight seconds. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a long time though. I'm Way playable. too long, especially for that game. Yep. Um, and recently we also have been jumping into a lot more Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, because ben, ben finally, finally got, got it for Christmas. The game. Been wanting him to get it all fucking year last year, and he finally got it because the game never goes on sale. So he finally got it as a present, and we've been playing that a lot. And I fucking love the game, and it's so much fun. We're gonna play some tomorrow night, even. Probably, yeah. Because Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is best Mario Kart. We need to do battle mode tomorrow. We need, yes, we need to we do, do some battle modes in there. Should Give those a shot. Should if we got some time after the podcast, you know. I'm down. Fit, I'm down. Vinny does. I'm not. Vinny's got to go to bed. I have to be in work at six. Who gives a fucking shit about Vinny? Wow. Yeah. Not wrong. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's really it. Uh, for what we've been up to as a group, besides occasional dabbles in GTA, but nothing serious. I mean, Vinny and I played the other night a little bit. Not much. Eventually, we'll get to those heists. Eventually, we will. Just got to get to a point where we're all like really into it again to really go and do it. I mean, I've never not been into it. I've just been waiting on you guys to be in the mood. Right. Just one of them things we got to organize. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the group. Um, I guess I'll jump into what I've been up to myself. Um, a lot of it's just games. I've been playing, I'm still playing through Hollow Knight. Made a lot of progress in the game and found out the game is four times bigger than I ever pictured in my head. God, this <laughs> game is so fucking huge. It is ridiculous how huge it is. I don't think the game's overrated. I don't feel like it's overrated because it is that good. But fuck, it's huge. Um, I still have yet to finish The Outer Worlds. I haven't played it in a while. I, I really need to finish it, but I haven't played it in a while. Um, <laughs> started up Bug Fables because Buddy Emil bought that for Patrick and I. And, and we just, I've, I've played, what? I'm at the end of Chapter 2, I believe. And Patrick's damn near, toward he's a long ways in the game, I'll let him say. But that's a good game. It's a, it's a Paper Mario clone, basically. It's it's not really a clone, but it's 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 a game that's basically Paper Mario on Steam, and it will be on Switch as well, I believe. Um, I started up Super Mario Odyssey finally because it's a, I've been needing to play it for a while, and fuck, it is so good so far. Um, I just got into the Wooded Kingdom, and haven't been able to play again since. I need to, <coughs> but 
the game looks so good. The graphics are really stunning. It's really weird to see Mario it's with such HD amazing, shit around him. Man. It's really weird to see all that. Around the same time, I, I started playing at the same time and going through and reliving it alongside Jordan's first playthrough. It's just like, He's falling in love with it for the first time. I'm falling in love with it again. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. That's just how good it is. Yeah. It is. And speaking of good, I started Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I played, you know, the previous games in the reboot series. And I love them. They're, they're great. So this is nothing short of that. This is delivering so far. And I'm playing it on PC, so... I'm able to max it out with my new computer because I got a new computer for Christmas. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you the specs in a minute here. But I'm able to max out Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And it is absolutely amazing. Weren't you able to max out GTA as well? No, Were I don't have enough VRAM to be able to do that. Aww. Also, the cat is up here. Hi, cat. But yeah, I don't have enough VRAM to be able to max out GTA. Um, right. So that's, you know. A downside, but do you not want me to pet you or something? You okay? Here, are you okay? You can just sit there if you want. But yeah, um, the game is so good so far. I'm I'm loving it. It is so good, and I, I'm I'm being really positive about all these games, but just because they're really fucking good, these are good games. Yeah, you've been playing a lot of really good fucking games lately. Mm-hmm. And to top off that really good list of games I've been playing, <laughs> I started Celeste. It's on sale for six bucks on the eShop for Switch. And I've got to say that game so far, I'm I'm only a few chapters in, but it's really good. It I genuinely is. Told good. you, it really is good. Uh, the platforming what, is absolutely. Where was the amazing. last area you were in? I just finished a city. So. The the night we played, I haven't played since. Okay. But yeah, okay. and like I mentioned, I got a new PC. Um, I got to essentially build me a new PC uh, while recycling some old parts. Um, I recycled my power supply and my hard drives. Uh, so I didn't need to buy any hard drives or anything. Because um, I still had a 240 gig SSD and two one terabyte drives for storage and shit. But... Um, these specs the are specs? an AMD. What was that? I said, "What are the specs?" Uh, the CPU is an AMD Ryzen 7 2700X, uh, which is second gen Ryzen. Um, I also got. I carried over my graphics card as well for my previous computer, so that's an AMD RX 580, four gigabyte model. Um, 16 gigs of I think is 3200 megahertz RAM. Uh, it's by Geel brand, G-E-I-L. Never heard of them before, but they had some, like, RGB light-up RAM and shit that was on sale during Christmas. And apparently they were a good brand. I had to look up reviews to make sure it wasn't cheap and shitty, but they're, apparently they're a very respectable brand for RAM and data in general. And it looks really cool because they're RGB, but they're really tall. The sticks of RAM are really tall. So if you have another different... to accommodate the lights... I mean, yeah, but also they'll stay cool that way too, so. Because they have extra, you know, heat sinkage on there. On top of the uh, the RGBs. 
So it looks really cool, though. And the Wraith cooler that comes stock with the uh, with the AMD Ryzen is also RGB, so it looks really nice. Um, I also got a new case. It's a what is it? A Roswell, Roswell something or another. I forget what it's called. I just threw the paper away for it the other day, but it's a Roswell case. Um, oddly enough, could not find it on PC Part Picker. Uh, I could not find the name on there at all. I don't know why, but that's just whatever. It's a very nice case, though. Very nice case. Uh, has an actual tempered glass side panel on it. So that's pretty cool. And that's pretty much it. 16 gigs of RAM, Ryzen 7, RX 580. I still have my, I think it's a 750 watt power supply that Ben bought me a couple years ago. Um, two one terabyte drives, a 240 gig um, SSD. I also bought an M.2 drive. It was, a, I think, a 240 gig. Yeah, it was a 240 gig M.2 drive that was on sale during Christmas as well. And it wound up failing on me for some reason. I don't know if it failed on me or what, but I had to reinstall Windows a, a, a second time. I'd already had to reinstall it for the system, but I had to reinstall it a second time because some shit happened and I lost everything. Windows wouldn't boot anymore. So that was annoying. But... With the new PC and the, st the stable build and being able to use my capture card 100% flawlessly with it, I've been doing a lot of recording. So, lots of recording. Um, got a lot of stuff I have to edit. And I've got a lot of video projects and ideas that I want to do. I mean, you've done... You, you've, some of that recording was even for some of those videos idea, if I remember correctly. Some of them, yeah. But I just got like... I need to. I had a list on my phone before I reset it. I need to retype the list. Uh, because there's a lot of good ideas that I have. Should I for just different... put them on sticky notes? I need to, because there's a lot. I, I have so many ideas for videos that I want to do. I just need to get around to doing it. And the biggest part is, like, recording and editing them. Like, of course, obviously. But stuff like... Uh, I, got a, I picked up a Matchbox collection. Like, antique Matchboxes and stuff. I picked up big box full of them the other day for free. For no real reason other than it looked cool. And I want to do a video series going through them. Because I thought that would be neat. You know, kind of chill. Just going through some matchboxes that are all neat. Different companies, different stores, different restaurants, whatever. So, just random stuff like that. A whole bunch of videos. And I have several videos recorded, actually, that I should edit that are just random kind of videos like that. So, need to get around to it. But, yeah. For the month of January slash very end of December, that's really about it. It's just been breaking the new computer in, um, doing a lot of stuff. I moved my TV the other day, or actually a couple days ago, I moved my TV to a better position, so it's now easier for me to see. That's really other than that, that's really about it though. Oh, that's right. What? Every once in a while I'll look at your fucking camera and I'll see the black and think it's your curtain. No, it's your fucking TV, man. Yeah, that's my TV right there. Like, see? It's right there. You can see the wood sticking out from where I installed uh, yeah. the wood board. The wood board's going to about right here in front of the window. Hmm. I didn't say yeah, any no. Siri. I kept thinking that that was your curtain. Nope. How about you, Ben? Have you been up to anything interesting in the month of January? I played through Yakuza Kiwami. And that uh, was one hell of a fun time. It was a very like fun you said, time. Why, why did you put halfway? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. That for Disco Elysium. 
there's a comma after Yakuza Oh, Kiwami. never mind. Okay. Um, All right. But I played I played through You're Yakuza Kiwami. Um, that's really fucking good game. The only thing that I can say sucks about it is the final boss fight, and that's it. I love pretty mm-hmm. much everything else about that game. Um, yeah, just fucking fun. It's a fun-ass game. I love it. Um, highly recommend it to anybody out there that's interested in the Yakuza games. Um, especially if you played Yakuza 0, you have to play Yakuza Kiwami. Um, mm-hmm. I, if you haven't played the Yakuza games, don't play Yakuza Kiwami first. Play Yakuza 0 first. Um, and that's what I need to do. I have it on PS4, so I probably should just install it and play it. So the thing the thing with Yakuza 0 and Yakuza Kiwami, obviously Yakuza Kiwami... Um, the original Yakuza, at least, that came out well before Yakuza 0. But Yakuza 0 is one of those prequels where you don't need to play it after the first game to pick up on stuff. Um, or you, you just just play Yakuza 0 before Yakuza Kiwami. Um, There's no tie in that mean it adds oh, you more. Have to play it the first adds game. more to Yakuza Kiwami. You, some of the characters of the feel more fleshed out than what they would otherwise. Um, like Nishikiyama, because because you played Yakuza Zero, you really understand the bond that he and, he and Kiryu had previously, and you understand better of why, you know, why the fight that they have in the game matters so much. Um. So I think I think Yakuza Zero playing at first really enhances the story of Yakuza Kiwami. Um, I just looked it up, and Yakuza Zero is a lot cheaper than I expected. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's a great assist game. About twenty bucks on a uh, new on GameStop. Yeah, it's a great assist game now. Um, play. I, I'm I'm halfway through Disco Elysium, I believe. Um, uh, currently on day four. Um, not going to give away any spoilers because it's still a fairly new game and the entire game is just story, story, story for the most part. Um, but if you want a really good story focused CRPG, you know, no real action in it. Kind of like a CRPG? Yeah. It's a computer RPG. Okay. I never heard that term before. Sorry. Um. That's new to me. But yeah, if you, if you want just a really good computer based RPG, that it's the best way I can put it is it's kind of like a cross between, you know, obviously controls like your normal CRPG would, but it's also a very big cross between like a visual novel or something like that. Lots of text, lots of story. Um, I highly recommend it. The story is just fantastic. Um, can get political at times, can get depressing at times, can get fucking hilarious at times. It can get racist at times. Yeah, it can get racist at times. It can get socialist at times. It You know, it's got a lot of different themes. And the thing about the political themes, one of the reasons why I hate so many games trying to tackle politics lately is a lot of them try too hard to kind of make it centered around politics today. As in a way where you can get political in a game and it can, or as compared to rather, uh, to where you can get political in a game and can, uh, can, can make it timeless in a way 
where you can take that political setting or take that political commentary and it doesn't matter what year you play it in, it's it's still going to be something topical. Like this game could have come out in like the 90s or the 80s and a lot of the political commentary could have been just as topical then as it is now. You know, it's not based around any, you know, specific politician or anything like that. Um, or any current event, it's just placed around, hey, this shit happens and these are viewpoints that people have. It, you know, it's not That's fair. <laughs> specific to like, like, there's socialism, there's centrism, there's far right, you know, there's, you know, your typical run-of-the-mill conservative, there's your, you know, typical run-of-the-mill liberal, um, so like, you know, just having it kind of generalized more in a way where, you know, again, it's not like taking a stance against, you know, Donald Trump. It's taking a stance on just it just generalized politics, basically, uh, I guess is the best way for me to put it. Um, one, of, one of my favorite things in the game and I, but I have since stopped holding the bottle because of this. If you hold a wine bottle in your hand, every three hours that pass in the game, uh, your brain will try to get you to drink the bottle. But here's the thing. While it, uh, while it gives you a point of health, it takes away a point of morality. And if you lose all your morality, you have a big like episode in which you essentially quit as a police officer. And that ends the game. Because you quit in the middle of the case. Oh, that's um, what that was when that happened to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you take uh, if you lose your health, what happens is the way that you die, you have a heart attack. Which it's not oh. often that you lose your health in the game, or at that's least not aggressive. often to me lately. Um, one of the ways that you can lose health, for example, is kicking a door. It damages you. Yeah, there's no action in the game, so it's Monday. Like you're a piece of shit who's weak as hell. So doing basic stuff like kicking a door just hurts you. Like you're a deadbeat alcoholic detective. So, yeah, just the small shit will hurt you. Um, you know, small physical activity. Uh, you know, there's upgrade trees and all that. So, um both in your skill set and uh, in in the ways that your character thinks, um, all kinds of stuff. Uh, just recently, for example, uh, they reference a boxer in the game called Contact Mike, I believe is his name. Contact Mike. I mentioned him once, and it, it gave me an option to allow myself to have more responses about him. Internalize that. And like... You're you're obsessed with bringing up this guy, so I just learned it, <laughs> just for the hell of it. Um, that's great. If you if you start giving boring responses after a while, your brain's like, you know what? I think we figured out what type of person you are. You're like, what? It's like you're a boring cop. To which I said, fuck you. I'm not boring, and stopped responding with boring responses. Um, and and then recently, uh, it also told me, you're an apologetic cop. 
And I'm like, fuck off, I'm not an apologetic cop. And they're like, oh, well, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think at some point I threatened to shoot somebody once I got my gun back. Just to make myself no longer an apologetic cop. And make sure, hey, you know. But you, you take damage when you shoot the gun, don't you? I don't have any bullets. It was it was just a posturing thing. <laughs> if I did have a bullet, I've heard something about the game, uh, and I haven't gotten there yet, so I can't confirm. Uh, but I have heard that if you do have a bullet, and you have the gun in your hand, every now and then your brain tries to get you to point it at yourself and shoot yourself. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. Deep, 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 deep. It's fucking. Oh, uh, it's one hell of a game. That's morbid as hell, but that sounds. Oh, it's fucking, fucking hilarious. Great. Um, and then I started Devil May Cry because I got a little burnout on Disco Elysium, but I'm kind of managing them both at the same time right now. Um, up to I just finished Mission Nine in Devil May Cry, uh, so I got the Ifrit Gauntlets. Um, fucking amazing weapon, I have to say. Such a fun weapon. So much fun. So much more fun than the sword for me. Um, but yeah, going back and playing the original Devil May Cry uh, has just been absolute blast. You know, camera controls are kind of aged, but it's not bad enough that I'm going to sit here and complain about it. It's not great, but, you know, uh, it's it's still fun. It's not about the camera, it's about the combat. For the most part, when you're in an area with enemies... The camera's pretty much stuck on you, um, so I've not really had a huge problem with it. It's uh, super fun. Battle music, as always, is just top-notch. Top-notch. Uh, I can't wait till I wind up getting Devil May Cry 3, just, just so I can hear Taste the Blood. Yeah, that'll be good. Fucking the lyrics in that song. Feel free to die It's so fucking edgy In like the best way Fun fact I never got very far in DMC3 Played it a million times as a kid Trying to but I could never get past the first Major boss We'll play through it together I've never played any of the games You should Vinny Vinny I'm blocking you uh, it's just returning the favor. Actually, I unblocked him. He he did. He unblocked me. Um, he needs to reblock you. I went through and cataloged my entire Transformers collection uh, during Christmas and a little bit over during the new year. Um, it feels nice to finally have that all on a spreadsheet. Um... I do need to kind of go back and go through it and figure out what stuff I'm going to get rid of because I'm, I'm kind of trying to get rid of some stuff. Uh, I got rid of a lot of Switch games um, this past week. Uh, so I kind of need I, I kind of need to start just getting rid of some stuff. Got too much stuff right now. Just going to kind of hold on to what I need. That way, once I eventually move, which will hopefully be, be within like you know, next year or so, um, it won't be as difficult to move my stuff. You know, it won't be easy, but it won't be as daunting of a task. So. Hopefully. That and I'm just running out of room. <laughs> I mean, no point in keeping games that you don't, you know you don't care for and aren't going to ever even want to mm-hmm. play. 
Like, which I mean, like one I of... keep, I have all these games that I know at some point I would like to play that I think are interesting. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, like one of the games that I got rid of was Super Dragon Ball Heroes, and I one of one of the deciding factors I actually thought hard about whether I wanted to sell that game or not. And I was like, well, the only thing that I care about with this game is just the wild amount of Dragon Ball characters in it. As a game itself, I don't really care for it that much. It's not like a Xenoverse or a Fighters or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Kakarot. It's just fan it's service just, the game. It's just a fan service game with, with a bunch of cards. And it's like, it's pretty hollow as a game itself, so. Which, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just... I mean, if you think about it, hollow as a game is a great way to describe 95% of the Wii library, but people still collect that. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't, I'm not as much of a collector anymore. Um, I guess more so in the sense of getting as many games for a system as possible. I used to be like that, but, you know, and maybe that'll change again one, one day once I have my own house and have my own room to figure out what I want to do with, you know, everything there. But that's not where I am right now, so. Uh, also just watched a shit ton of wrestling. <laughs> uh, oh, that, oh, that first New Year's week is just always fucking crazy. It's like WrestleMania and weekend. And something else we did as a group was we've wa- been watching MMA and shit. Yeah, we forgot to yeah. put that down completely. Yeah, UFC pay per views, old stuff. Um, watched fi- was that finally, UFC forty six or something or yeah or UFC forty four. UFC that 44. It. That was a good UFC. Um, we watched the Cotter McGregor fight. Jordan's been watching Dynamite with me every week. Um, it's been a, a load of fun. Yeah, I loved watching yeah. Cotter McGregor beat the shit out of Cowboy because Cowboy can't fight. He beat the fucking shit out of him, dude. <laughs> yeah, he just won in less than a, he won in less than a round, like forty. He, he walked up to him and said, "Give me a belt," and he said, "No, I don't. I, well, give I me your hat. Want a belt? Give me a hat." Oh yeah, give me your hat, give me your you hat. cowboy. You can tell he's never give won me your a belt. Boots. The way he fought McGregor, he got his ass beat so hard. I was like, I would have joke memeing about it. Like, Conor McGregor's gonna so, win. Okay, so here's the thing: the problem with the match. Okay, normally it would have been an, a match. Okay, it wouldn't have ended so quickly. It ended in less than twenty seconds, I think. Right, less than less forty than seconds. 40, 40 seconds. So the reason it ended so quickly is, and I will say this till the day I die. Conor McGregor's shoulder turned into a fist and beat Cowboy's nose until it broke. No, that's exa- his shoulder. That's exactly why it ended. He stunned his him. His shoulder. His shoulder. He turned his shoulder into a fist. It manifested into a fist and punched him in the face until he Bo- broke his nose. Bottom and line. Stumbled. Bottom and then line, beat the fucking shit out of him. Cowboy did not sit there and plan for shoulder strikes. He planned for a stand-up contest. He did not expect Connor to break his nose with With his shoulder shoulder strikes. With his fucking shoulder. Like, who the fuck? How the fuck are you that strong that you can break someone's nose with your fucking shoulder while they have you in a clinch? That will always be mind-blowing to me. That was impressive. It was, um... 
It, like, and then Conor McGregor kissed him on the head after he beat his ass. For for as much as I dislike Conor McGregor, I'm not going to sit there and act like that wasn't an impressive performance. I dislike Conor yeah. McGregor the person, but as a fighter, I'm never going to sit there and say that he isn't, you know, incredibly talented in the ring. Uh, yeah. He's he's an awesome fighter. Um, I know he won't, I, and we got to fight this Saturday, and I know he won't lose, but I, I want John Jones to lose so bad. Because I, I don't believe his redemption story at all. I believe it about as much as a Teddy Hart redemption story. For those of you that know who Teddy Hart is, you understood that reference. If you don't know who Teddy Hart is, um, he's a piece of shit. Anyway, uh, that's what I've been up to. Uh, I've been doing a lot of stuff for my YouTube channel lately. Uh, I finished Rampa 2. That was a great game. God, that ending was... It was good, but it was a fucking mess. Hey guys, everybody to died, Thursday. right? So yesterday I forgot it. to get some milk, and so I had to cut my day short to go home and get some milk. But the girlfriend's with me today, so we're gonna vlog her too. Say hi, girlfriend. Jordan. What? Are you done? You know what? I was gonna make a joke yes. just now, but it's gonna piss Vinny off. <laughs> Yeah, I probably will. Don't do it. The worst part is I actually thought I honestly thought that was an actual vlog that happened. That that is. Oh my fucking god. I call the thing okay, Vinny, don't get mad at me for this. I snapchatted uh because Liz snapchatted him recording his vlog while they were walking. And hold on, I just got message shit. I got three messages, but I'll check them later. Um Wow, someone's popular. <laughs> so anyway she snapchats me him vlogging and i snapchat what i assumed he was vlogging and it and she said no he, literally he just said that he literally just said that <laughs> so i knew what, i knew more or less what he was going to wind up saying to start it off and it wasn't inaccurate Vinny, we Vinny, we need to get something to make your vlogs exciting get a little pizzazz in there the g-spot Anyways, not you can go ahead. Not doing the fucking G spot, okay? Yes, you are. <laughs> I can launch no, you so high. I'm starting the channel. I'm buying the URL. We're we're gonna make it up all nice. It's gonna be some nice, professionally edited, edited content, okay? Oh, all right. Boy. That's gonna be your new hub for making videos. Oh boy. Um. Train of thought. Train of thought. Oh yeah. Uh, the game, the ending of the game was good, but it was a fucking mess. I don't want to spoil anything, because that is something you need to experience. And not just hear about. But it was a goddamn mess. Um, I finally got around to collecting all the green stars in Galaxy 2. Fuck the Grandmaster Galaxy. Fuck the Grandmaster Galaxy. Do it. Fuck the Grandmaster Galaxy. Do it again. What was that, Patrick? I said do it again. Fuck no. The first time around, it was okay. Second time around, it took me four fucking hours. God. Um, at some point, I started recording more Pokemon Red and Blue. Uh, I recorded an episode with Jordan. And we went to 
We picked up where I had left off last year. Jesus, I didn't realize it was going to be that long ago. Uh, and we went to, as far as Bill, I think. Somewhere around there. Uh, I've been on and off playing GTA Five single player. Trying to get as close to 100% as I can. Because I've never done it before. And I'm at the point where the only thing I have left is collecting the things scattered around the world. And doing the under the bridges and the knife flights. Which those I'm not great at flying planes. So, ugh. Uh, I've been trying to catch back up to where I was in the Persona 5 streams. And I'm almost there. Um, forget exactly where I was the last time I left off. But I'm very quickly closing in on where I was. Um, start. I recorded, I wanted to record The Outer Worlds as a mini visit, but that just did not want to go through. I made it as far as the, I, I was talking to the gravedigger outside of, I think it's called Edgewater. And then OBS crashed. Then the game crashed. Tried to restart it, and then my monitors stopped working. I had to hard shut down my computer, turn it back on, fire it up, fire everything up again, and then OBS crashed again, and then the game crashed again. The game just did not want me to record it. So There there had to have been some sort of driver incompatibility or something somewhere, because that's not normal for both OBS and the game to crash. I have no idea what happened, and I'm kind of scared to try to do it again so at this point I'm just going to say I'm just going to play the game chip away at it here and there granted I hear it how long is the game it's not that long I think the main story is like 16 hours well it's not too bad side quests and stuff maybe 20 or so that's not it's too not bad that long of a game it really isn't they got to add DLC to it because it's it's pretty short actually but the little bit that I've played it was fun I will tell you, if you want to have more fun, just do a lot of side questy stuff. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe you won't, but I have a lot more fun doing side questy stuff because you get to explore a lot more shit and you get more shit. Okay. Uh, since that didn't work, I ended up uh, playing a different game. Uh, one of the one of the Wii U games that I was super excited about. Got ported to the Switch. The uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore. That is one of the longest titles that I have ever owned. Um, and I played a little bit of the Wii U original, which I've had for since it came out in 2015. That was a long time ago, Jesus. Um, so I was super excited for to find out that it was ported to Switch. Uh, and then... I have been doing a lot of looking at my game collection, um, cataloging more stuff that I didn't have cataloged, like the PS2. I have more PS2 than anything else, by a decent amount. Which is not surprising, because of just how many games are on PS2. And how easy it is to get your hands on most of them. There are exceptions to that. I want a copy of Chulip, and Chulip is very expensive. 
Um, but then I printed some game cases or uh, game covers to replace the ones that needed them. Uh, and I found online a, uh, a, I think it was a Blogspot post about turning old cassette cases into custom cases for Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games. And I made a, I made one for Pokemon Ruby, and it came out really well. So I ordered a 25-pack of them to contain all of my uh, Game Boy games. And that makes me really want to do that for some of my Metroid Game Boy games, because that was really cool. Yeah. It looked nice. It, it looks really nice, and I'm really happy about the way it came out. So, like I said, I'm going to do it for the rest of my games that need it. And I'm excited. Uh, do I have anything? Oh, and like I said, around the time Jordan started playing Odyssey, I started playing or replaying it, enjoying it once more. But that's about it. Ah, uh, nah. Patrick, you know what have you that. got? Oh, you know. every time y'all say you're done, I don't hear it. Cause you're busy replying to like three people at once. Cause apparently you're popular or something. No, it was, it, was, it was just Vinny, Ben, and then the chat here. I believe you. It was. It literally probably was. I mean, I, I mean, can I say for I a fact him. I was one of those people. Me too. So then he's 100% right. He's probably just talking just to some hoes on the side and just doesn't want to tell us. To go people like Maria Mangle on the side that he doesn't tell us about. Did Marina tell you something? Yeah. Well, why don't you tell us about... What, 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 what you've been up to, Daddy? Ah, uh, no. No, I've been working a lot. <laughs> of course. I normally do. I, I'm scared to click. Oh, my. Going on my thought, and I just see this horseshit Reddit link that Ben just slapped in the chat. <laughs> don't, Jordan wants to be the cockroach, okay? Let's get. Just, just stop that. Jordan's going to be the cockroach. Like he always keeps saying that fucking picture. And it's just, uh, it's just bad. It's a bad, that's a bad question to ask. I've been playing through Kakarot, and that was a, that's a good game. It's not as open world as you'd expect, but it's still a lot of vastly large open world game. So it's very, very addicting and good to play. Been playing through Bug Fables. Getting through that, I think I'm like almost done with chapter six. I want to try to finish that tonight. We tried to before the podcast, and there's still a lot more stuff to do, I think. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say. Well, you'll be up for a while, so you'll be able to. Yeah, I went played through the original Black, and that was well, that was that was a game. Slowly going through Black Two, but I'm gonna try and go very very slow on that as much as I can, so I can figure out what the hell I'm gonna do with the X or Y. Because uh, I don't have proper emulation for 3DS games. Oh, oh, not emulation for the uh for. NTR to stream 3DS to your computer. Yeah. No, I still can't do that. To, well, I mean, you don't even have to have fast internet. You just have to have the router nearby. I can't. I don't have That's, that. Yeah, the routers. You're you're not in a position where it'll work at all. all right, so I can't do that. I gotta figure something out with that. Go absolutely. Get a slow. webcam point. I mean, Citra's come a long way. Maybe by the time you get to the game that you're wanting to play, maybe it'll be working on Citra. So I'm gonna go very, 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 very slow. Hmm. Yeah. You do that because by the time you get to it, it should be good. And if not, maybe I'll come across 3DS capture card for cheap one day. Yeah, right. Though by cheap, I mean three hundred dollars. I wouldn't count on it. 
I really didn't do anything on Steam except for Bug Fables. That's like really the majority of it. Yeah, ever since the mill bought it for us. Yeah, I'm trying to finish it as fast as I can, or as fast as I could possibly go. Because I've been doing that for like over a month now, only playing like Monday and Tuesday, if even, given those days. Yeah. I guess, well, I don't know if, I guess I did beat the first week when we stopped not doing the, what we've been up to is when I actually was up to finish Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze and I already went in the spiel about that and how hard of a good game it is. Yeah. It's hard, but it's like you finished it. Yeah. According to the Citric compatibility page, X and Y are listed as okay, which means game functions with major graphical or audio glitches, but game is playable from start to finish with workarounds. Oof. So by the time you get to it, they'll patch some shit out, I would hope. I mean, I wouldn't count on that, because remember, X and Y have been out since 2013. And so, the emulator has been around for a while. They can still get... It's still getting better. Samus Returns is 100% fully playable with no issues already. And it wasn't just a year ago. People are going to make patches. There's going to be different versions. That at some point, you'll be able to get it working. I want to think. Yeah, but no one plays Samus Returns, though. I did. I Oh, I forgot to fucking type it down. I thought of it earlier today. <laughs> I played through Samus Returns on Citra uh, last beginning of last month as well. Um, I plays so well on Citra that, man, I'm at the point now where I got to go around Returns and do the 100% roundups. perfect on the compatibility page. Yeah, no, it is it is perfect. It is 100% flawless. Anything else, Patrick? No, just Kakarot, those Pokemon games, and Buck Fables. I don't... And lots of work. Yeah, just working, because... Paying off your car. Slowly. <laughs> well, anyways, I think it's about time we wrap up this episode, because after editing, it's going to be a good two-and-a-half-hour episode, probably. Probably close to that, honestly. Yeah, after editing, it'll probably be like two hours, fifteen minutes, realistically. But well, it's still. a three-hour recording, so yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Ow. We'll see. I, you'd be surprised how much I'm actually able to trim off just by trimming out bullshit, like too much, and just, just like too much gaps and shit. This is why I'm glad that so. we moved to the evenings instead of trying to squeeze it in before Jake gets home. Well, guys, yeah, I, I just want to say. And now Ben starts whispering, so I'm just going to cut him out again, as I as I do when he whispers. Now, 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 they're whispering. Now, 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 they're whispering. Anyways, thank you for joining us. I think that wraps up this week's episode of the Lackadaisical Podcast. <laughs> Went over some topics. Wonderful 101 had a Kickstarter. Talked about the Atari Hotel talked about what we've been Ooh, up to delicious and 2014 year in review it was delicious Ooh. what are you doing no <laughs> do it <laughs> it was what is that the random xenoblade 2 uh twitter <laughs> anyways like i said i think that wraps this week's up this uh, the fuck <laughs> We're gonna have a little fun, Jordan. We're gonna have some fun to try. Hold on, before before I wrap this up officially, I have to link you something, Vinny. <laughs> Do it's what? gonna be I have to find Fat it. Boys, spelled P H A T. 
No. Fat ass white boys. I'll link. I'll, I'll link it here. Scroll down in the comments after you watch it. I uh, know. Anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Lack of Days podcast. Hope you enjoyed. If you'd like to find us on Twitter, our handles are in the description below. Be sure to check out our YouTube channels, rather specifically Vinny's and mine, because we're the only ones active at the moment. Um, feel free to follow the official Twitter for the Lackadaisical Podcast. It is at Lackadaisicast. And we will see you guys, not next week, but the week after, for the next episode. Where we will do the year in review for 2015, and maybe 16. Take it easy. And Patrick, stop with <laughs> <break>. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.